Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 355. We had a week. It was a week of uh, anticipation and then disappointment and then disappointment again and then confusion. So we're going to do our best to go over all of it here tonight. But I do want to I do want to welcome our guest for tonight. I, I had to bring him in because, of course, we, we just had the Xbox event and there was a lot of information that came out of that. So I feel like he can work to keep us on track and explain some stuff to us. That is Randall Thor. Hey, thanks for having me back on. Even though, what is it? This is the third time recently because you keep you keep on asking me to join the day of, like hours yeah. before. And I'm like, I already have plans. Come on, John. Well, the Xbox stuff was coming up out of nowhere half the time. Like the yeah, articles were true. just dropping all over the place, and I was like, I, I okay, is this the way? I'll get ran this week. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, mayhem, mayhem. Twitter spaces everywhere. <laughs> are th- are there still a bunch of those? I don't I don't see them as much anymore. I guess things are better now. Tim Dog was trending yesterday. What are you talking about? Hey, I, apparently it's that's it. That's, he was, that's, he was that's trending for like two days straight. That's actually impressive. Wow, it is. Okay. I've never trended before. So shout out to Tim Dog. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we got uh, we got we got OJ Playerson's holding up the pre-show here. Yeah, pre-show was lit. Thanks, uh, you guys, for coming out and getting a lot more viewership on there. So I appreciate you guys uh, coming through, and it's good to be here uh, once again. We got Josie Well. Josie yeah. back with us. Happy to be here. It's good to have Josie here. Feeling better? Feeling better? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Stuff good. got kids. The kid had Danny gets sick all the time, and then I just get sick immediately after. So it's just, it's not fun. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. I got you. I got you. We got MVG. Hello. Coming to us from a very dark room, actually. <laughs> no, no lights, nothing, huh? You just have the computer screen and yeah. that's it. That's all I need. Oh, that'll work. That'll work. And we got Sean, I think. Hello. Oh, okay, good. Are the Knicks playing tonight? No, it's All-Star Weekend, pal. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So there I'm watching all the All-Star shit. Anything Anything good happening? No, it's just a bunch of overpaid athletes not trying to make an entertaining show so far. So sports. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have, uh, we have Evan with us. Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> so it's, uh, again, it was a lot of Xbox stuff this week, but we also had Sony, which kind of actually kind of ties a little bit into that Xbox stuff, believe it or not, with the way everyone was talking this week. And then out of nowhere yesterday, like eight reports dropped about Nintendo potentially missing 2024 for their next gen system and maybe going into 2025. So a lot, a lot to get to there. I, I do want to ask, though, very quickly, Evan. What do you think of Helldivers 2? It's all right. It's buggy as hell. <laughs> it's really buggy. I feel like that's a positive review from Evan just now. Yeah, it feels... Well, does it, does it's buggy. buggy. Yeah, you're shooting a lot of bugs. Yeah, well, there's yeah bugs if you can get in. I mean, I mean, you, you yeah, tweeted that I you can't. couldn't get in. I couldn't today for the I couldn't get last half of the day. Yesterday, it tried. didn't track any of the things I earned. I woke up this morning, had a ton of stuff. I was like, all right, I guess I'll just buy things. That happened to me That happened to me one day, actually. I played like three in a row, and it gave me nothing. Yeah. And then the next day, I logged in, and it just gave me all of it. Yeah, it's all a right. server, oh. server issue. So server issues, it's buggy, it's crashing, and you want me and Sean to buy this game? Why? Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know what? We're going to tackle this right now, okay? Because they... they yes. uh, Rand, have you played Helldivers 2 yet? No, I have no. not, because Rand has good taste in games and doesn't uh, want to spend money on buggy pieces of crap. Ask him what his last game was crap. he played, MVG. Ask him what his last game uh, was he I think you're going to have to take that one back, MVG, because I don't think you're going to like the game I just finished. Go on. I know what I just, I just finished Suicide Squad. Oh, good God. But, to, to, I, I look, Rocksteady is one of my favorite devs. 
had to play it and i love the arkham universe so i had to let you know it's a sequel to arkham knight essentially so i played it for that aspect of it uh you know i don't care for the live service stuff and it is a very very weird game right mm-hmm. like all the live service stuff and on top of like all the you know the story cinematics and stuff so yeah um give it I want to give a shout out very quickly to Fault Fire, uh, gifted one membership. Shout out to Fault Fire. I was about to disappear. That's why I didn't want to miss it. Sorry, Rand. Go ahead. No, I apologize, MVG. So <laughs> you good? You good, Rand? Yeah. Did you so like the good. game? Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I didn't hate it, but I I didn't love it. It's kind of sitting in that mix of like um six and a half or a seven, where it was like just just enjoyable enough. Uh, the story stuff. And the, the like, the breadcrumbs you follow, kind of uh, outweighed some of the poor mission structure, live service aspect that the gameplay offered. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I'd recommend it to anybody. Uh, although I do have some friends who are very much, really, really enjoy the game, but they love all live service games. So, <laughs> is, yeah, is this a is this a Black Friday recommendation when it's like fifteen or twenty bucks? Oh yeah, I'll play it for that. Yeah, I mean, if you if you enjoy like the DC stuff and you want to see yeah. like what they did with Batman and Superman and all that stuff, then yeah, probably just for the story when it when it's cheaper. Huh? We get like yeah. down to the price of a movie ticket and then we're in. Oh yeah, I'm I'm okay. down at 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 fifteen twenty bucks like the Wario sixty four upside down special like pr- around November. That price might happen just before the servers get shut down, so do pay attention to that. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. It, I can get my not, movie. A, it's like a movie though. I think they said they're going to do an update to give it an offline mode, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. It's just not. They just haven't done it yet. But also, weird to think about, that means the physical game would require that server to still be there to get the update to then make it offline. <laughs> so Well, not that server, I, but that, it would definitely require a server. It would need some kind of... It would need the internet, basically, <laughs> to, to make it happen at least once. Uh, so that, that's kind of weird to think about. But Helldivers 2, we were, we were, I've been trying to get really anyone to play this game at this point. OJ plays it. Good luck. Everyone was playing it. Yep. So we have three technically now. I mean, because you can do crossplay and, and stuff. Um, but the game is very good. The problem they're running into is uh, kind of a consequence of their own success as they are now the most, they're the most successful multiplayer game from either Microsoft or Sony on Steam now as they touched over 134,000 concurrent players earlier today. So over Halo. You mean like 334,000? Yeah, yeah, it's it. They just it just happened earlier today, so it's continued to rise over the last few days. It's it started at like oh they're gonna break two hundred thousand. Now we're talking about like coming up on three hundred fifty thousand now. That's so like total. Is that P- PlayStation and? That's just Steam. That's just on yeah, Steam. just Steam. Yeah, just Steam. Yeah, concurrent players on any 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 one point that are online, which usually oh, means sales oh. are significantly higher than that. So I uh, I I feel like at this point there is I mean they're they were not expecting this at all. Arrowhead, the CEO there is constantly posting to Twitter. Like, I, I'm sorry. We can only, we can only have at this point, I think we're up to 20,000 login attempts per minute and they're, and it's, it's not working. It's not helping. So they're, they're kind of, they're kind of under it right now. They're trying to figure out what to do. So I, maybe they were expecting 50,000 people to play it at a, at a, as their peak, but it's hard to recommend the game when it doesn't work. I will say that. So you would, you would take no offline there. MVG. There's no offline. There's no single player. So, and it's sixty bucks. No, no, it's forty. 40. Okay, well, that's better. Yep. It's so actually it, it's you can get a, a little bit cheaper game though on, on PC. Yeah, you can get it for like 30, 30 something. 
If yeah, I had a PC, you've... man. Yeah, PS5. You still wouldn't buy it if you had a PC. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I wouldn't buy it. Yeah, that's true. It's a uh, it's a very fun game. I will, I will give them that. It's I, I mean, it kind of looks like the multiplayer game, one of the multiplayer games they were looking for, and this would be one of their live service games, and it seems to be working. So at least that could make up for the potential, I don't know, destruction all-stars or or uh, we'll see how Concord turns out. But they at least found something here that they can charge somebody a subscription service to play online to, to use for PS5. But I can't recommend it if it's not working. It, it's worked every time for me on the PS5. The issue I run into on the PS5, the game crashes in the game. So I can get in, but I notice every three or four that I play, it crashes. Suppose, like, that thing like Cyberpunk was doing where it kicks you back to the menu and it's like, do you want to report your... Supposedly crossplay has something to do with it. And I know there's like some I weird memory leak. Yeah, so. and there's some weird memory leak when you're in your uh, spaceship that over time, it just gets worse and worse. So you have to restart the game. So there's so there's I issues. Have to, I have to turn off crossplay. Yeah, like, I, I tried to boot it up right now. And it doesn't even like, can't even like load the. No, yeah, I tried to, get, I tried to get screen. a game in before going live, and it just wouldn't do anything. <laughs> but go buy it, guys. Just, remember, just not on the weekend. Not on the weekend. Pay, though. Go buy pay. it. It's worth every, every penny. I guess. Remember, John, remember, remember payday three. This sounds like payday three all over again. What, what are we doing here? Why? Well, the issue, the issue with payday three is. It's not fun. <laughs> this, this game, <laughs> this game actually is fun. That's that's the and it's obvious since people keep trying to log in and they're getting crushed by it. Like even though it's crashing and it's not working for people, they're still trying and they're still buying the game. So there, there's there's a good gameplay loop there. If everything worked fine, it'd be one of the better multiplayer games that I recommend someone right now, especially a newer multiplayer game. But otherwise, maybe give it a month and see how it's doing. See if they fix some of the issues. Because you think the um. Yeah. <clears throat> the success on Steam breeds more success on Steam and PlayStation. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because every time I, I log on to Twitter, everybody's uh, updating me about the player count of Helldivers on Steam, which seems to then fuel more people playing the game and buying the game on oh, probably yeah. both platforms. Mm-hmm. Seems to be one of the benefits of of day one PC releases that you don't yes. necessarily get on console. Like, nobody can tell you how good Foam Stars isn't or is doing because it's only on PlayStation. Um, I feel like this is one of the benefits of, you know, steam being open so you can see the numbers. And then that like factors into like, Oh, people get on the FOMO train, although not MVG. Cause he's, he's just like, Nope, not playing. <laughs> but a lot of people, they want to get involved into what's happening right now. Right. So it's like, Oh my God, people are loving hell divers too. And it's so huge. I should play it too. Right. Rand. I, 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 I Hold on, John. I have to get you Go back because you made a confession earlier. I have to make a confession. I did actually play Foam Stars last oh, okay. week, <laughs> but I, I deleted it after you about an hour. You hear this, Rand? You hear this? Like, mm. hey, play quality with Helldivers too. He's like, nah, I gotta. Well, well one is free and one is yeah. forty dollars, John. Exactly. So if you want us to play it? Buy it for us. <laughs> it's, it uh, Foam Stars is part of an eighty dollar a year subscription that he already has. It's not free. It's on there. You gotta, you gotta pay for it. You gotta make sure it's up to date. Yes, Foam Stars was it. Sean's right. Foam Stars was easy enough to where even I downloaded it. And I was like, let me see what this is. And a half hour later, I was like, that's that's enough of that. So yeah. yep. I can say Hell Divers is better than Foam Stars. Don't worry, guys. That's my expert analysis. It is definitely better than. But is it is it, is Foam Stars better than Splatoon though? 
No. 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 What are you saying? That's crazy. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, maybe on a we good just day, talked about, good... We just talked about how shit it was, and you go, oh, wait a second, hold on. Is it might it be better than like one of the best Nintendo IPs he's out there? Joking, he's joking. He's yeah, joking. Splatoon 3 did have the same Helldivers 2 issue where it's like when it works, it's really good, but it, then when it disconnects, no, it's not. It still yeah, kind of does. But the difference is that like Splatoon has like like if you want to just do like like the, the co-op, right? Like yeah. you can do the co-op, do the single player. So that's all going to crap like that. You can just play something else like with, within it. Um, so that's what I do because <laughs> I'll, I'll play like the Salmon Run stuff and that stuff usually works the whole time. So here's here's what's going to happen, Rand. I already know this is how it's going to work out. Uh, I don't know, eight months from now, maybe even a year, Helldivers 2 will go into PlayStation Plus. Mm. And then MVG, Sean, Nate, all these guys will download it and then play it and be like, this game is really good. And they're going to show up and start telling me about that. Like how Sean I have to, showed up I have after how many times on, did I say play crisis core? And he, he showed up one day in the chat and was like, on this that crisis game core game is really good. Eight months from now, then just shut down the video game industry. Cause th that means absolutely nothing has come out in those eight months. That's worth playing. If I'm going to be playing that. Well, I mean, what was the last thing you turned on your PS5 for? Film stars. Spider-Man too. Oh. Wow, foam okay. stars. Yeah. Yeah, I say foam stars. There you go, Sean. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, Spider-Man too. Well, maybe we'll see. If it goes in the, if it goes in the PlayStation Plus, you guys have to at least download it and try it twice because MVG tried foam stars two matches. So you went to two? two God damn. Yeah, plus the tutorial as well. <sighs> that was oh. like ten whole minutes. <laughs> you can't get that time back. You can't. I know. Now, I got to side I with know. MVG. That 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 did feel like a massive waste of time. <laughs> Well, it's there for people. There's some good. There, there is some good qualities about Foam Stars. It's not all bad, but most of it is. But there's some good stuff. Like what? Yeah, most of it is. Well, um, the shooting doesn't feel bad. Like like how like they reload and shoot. That doesn't necessarily feel terrible. It's the interface, like what you see visually. But the shooting itself feels pretty smooth, and the controls aren't too bad. Um, the controls seem fine. But it's just the other stuff surrounding it that's really bad. And the, the music's really good. I like the music. Yeah. It's like well, J-pop, K-pop, J-pop kind of mix, synth. It's really the, good music. The art style and visuals are fine for what they're going for. It just it turns into a mess when the match starts. Yeah. I, I have no idea what's going on half the time. So. That's, that's, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the uh, there's also like yeah. no like real, like the, the single player, the co-op mode suck. Like there's not really any real content in there and it's hero based, not gear based. So some people like hero shooters, but in this type of game, like if you have a certain character that you like foam stars, I know we're getting, sorry to get back to foam stars, but if you have a certain character that you like, well, you can't pick that same character, at least, you know, like you've got to pick a certain character. So it's not gear based. It's, it's you know, character based, hero based. So. And that was a that was a mistake. They shouldn't have made it gear based, but they want to sell you a bunch of microtransactions in the game, you know, like with a bunch of different type of gear and packs. So I think that was the main driver why they didn't do that. Whatever. I I, I, I think you're on to something though, Ram, with the idea of these platforms being more transparent with how many people are playing which game, especially if they advertise that on the front of the store or something with trending games, and there's there's numbers next to it of how many people are playing, and it's as you say, it kind of just basically snowballs to the point where those numbers just keep going up and people buy yeah. it i mean it happened with pal world I, I firmly believe the success of pal world was bred by every single person talking about the numbers on steam that it was doing constantly right yeah 
Yep. No, it I, is that offensive. The game must be good if people are throwing that much money at it, I guess. Yeah, like when you start seeing people talking about it, I mean, they pay all of us, right? Like influencer, right? You talk about a game. The more you talk about something, the more it's going to sell. So if it's just getting free advertising, you know, that's essentially you, like the Power World stuff. It's just free. Do you think just, you sold a copy of Foam Stars right, talking about it in these last five minutes then? <laughs> No, because it's on PS Plus. <laughs> you, maybe you I sold a PlayStation Plus uh, subscription. Oh. No one's gonna. I don't think I sold a single one from what I said. <laughs> Not a single me, PS Plus subscription. <laughs> let, me, let me go over to the the supporters over on uh, Patreon.com, Spawncast Network. Want to start with Trent A, William Hogue, Mister Joby, Joshua Butts, John O, Achievement, and then the sponsor. The game or we got them linked down below make sure you check them out they have a youtube channel a twitch channel they'll explore different conventions and also do all kinds of gameplay for games that are upcoming or out now and i do want to point out mvg has his ask a developer show that just went up and it's uh, it's actually really well done there's some good que- there were some good questions in there mvg i gotta, I gotta give you that yep. some good answers Keep them coming. In there, so Make sure you check them out we got some uh retro some retro inspired stuff coming up mvg and i are playing through half-life 2 be doing that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then uh sean and nate i guess they're gonna play through twin snakes so we'll see how you guys do with that let me uh let me let me go over here we're gonna start with the games that came out this week i picked there are a few others but i just picked these four uh skull and bones came out did uh anyone play it i got a what's it called i got a they were inviting me to play it, and I and I was like, I don't I don't want to. Um, and then Max made a video on it, and I watched some of it, and he was like, "You play as a boat," and then and then beat em ups talked about it. He's like, he like uninstalled it in like ten. I gotta. This is one of the most unappealing games I've ever seen come out. Where I just there's like no draw to this thing at all. Like it, nothing. I, and then I, it, I saw they, I saw people online talking about it, John. Like where like you, I don't know, destroy another boat, and then like you try to like board them, and then it's just like a cutscene, and it's like oh, and then like a box. There's not like a you don't play like the people boarding uh, the boat. You know, they, it's just they took all this from the idea was to take it from like Black Flag because it was super popular, right? All the all the the sailing, the 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 pirate stuff, yep. and it just feels like they made it really watered down and boring. And this game was in development eight years or something it's been a long time mm-hmm. like, I they've rebooted this that. thing multiple times you remember when it was announced and uh people were like well rip to sea of thieves sorry sea of thieves <laughs> well we're, didn't people say that kind of like uh like no they're being cheese? dead serious it, no they're being absolutely dead that, serious that's because that's because they knew nothing about it everyone assumed that you might have played a character on the boat <laughs> at first like so no one kind of really knew what was happening yeah, no, i know i didn't say that but it just looked like okay they hadn't really shown much nobody knew it like everyone was saying nobody knew anything about the game like didn't it only come out because of their contract with the Singapore government yep. or something too? Yes. <laughs> yep. Otherwise, they, it probably were... would have been canceled a long time ago. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh they absolutely would have canceled this game. They they did their best to push it too in their conference call with investors. Ease Guillermo called it a quadruple A game. Just, yeah, I saw I that. They're just, they're just saying anything they can to sell this. That's all because it's seventy dollars. Cool. Like seventy. It's like oh. yeah, that that game's gonna flop, bro. I think it's gonna flop. I it may, it might be safe to say that. Might be my uh, podcast co-host Jez Corden. He uh, he played it. He thought it was free to play 
And then when I told him it was seventy dollars, he oh, no. he was like, it, "They're selling this for seventy? I was like, "Yeah." He he said it was one of the most boring games he's ever played. Quadruple A. So yeah, I, I saw his post on Twitter. I okay, so Skull and Bones not not going so well for Ubisoft over there. I think it's sitting at like a sixty-four on Metacritic right now. So there quality. You go. Banishers that that's that came out this week too. I I didn't I didn't play that one. I think Nate said he might rent that and check it out. But Nate I, still rents games. He, he, he just does Gamefly. He's, yeah, he's a big Gamefly game guy. He's a huge Gamefly guy. Gamefly mm. guy, man. He's been he's had that forever. <laughs> okay, listen, y'all gotta watch. I ain't trying to bring it up, but y'all gotta watch the the Black Healy video where I go on this guy being like the dad from uh from Everybody Hates Chris because he's so cheap. <laughs> Y'all gotta watch. Go, just go watch the Black Kitty with it. That, that's definitely Nate, bro. He's uh, so he's. Yeah, I think he said he's gonna rent that from GameFly to try it out. But uh, that's uh, not one that I had played. Uh, Rand, did you you mentioned you were gonna play it next yep. after Suicide Squad? Okay. Yeah, that's 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 my next game. I'm gonna. So the, check. The, I, I I like Dotnod games. Um, I like their last game, Jassant, quite a bit. Um, and I've always enjoyed the Life is Strange stuff. And I a couple of my friends have played this, and they said it's it's pretty good. So I'm gonna check it out. That's gonna be the next game I I, I, I play. So does Nate actually like wait by his mailbox and like <laughs> to come there? That was part of the commercial, right? You would like they'd just be sitting there, like kid be sitting there next to the mailbox. Comes home from work. He's like, oh my GameFly is here. <laughs> come on, OJ, don't talk, don't talk. I, I use GameFly throughout the entire 360 gen and most of the Xbox. Oh, no, I did too. I did too. I know. I'm just. It's just funny seeing Nate. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I was I had a four out plan for the entire generation four games out at one time and i was like wow one of the first members of uh because gamefly used to the way they used to send out their games was based on seniority back then so because i was one of the first people who got into it when they started i could get any new game uh that released i wouldn't have to wait for it as long as i had an open slot uh it was beautiful and then when they opened up a shipping center near to me I would get the game like the the day after release. So I was like, oh, this is great. I don't have to spend any, I don't have to spend $60 on games. I can just get it from Gamefly and just I only have to wait a day. It's beautiful. We did have, okay, so I know, I know people played these two games. Well, I think, Josie, did you play Mario vs. Donkey Kong? I, know I it did. I just came out. I know like just, just came Courtesy out. Courtesy of... And- Someone. I can't say, actually. It'll give away oh. my whole video. Anyways. Oh, okay, yeah. Boomer well, versus Zoomer more- coming out soon. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, I see where that's going. All right, I got it. I uh I assume you'll have more to say on that game when you have more time with it, maybe on Game and Talk. Yeah, I week. and I played it I played it a little bit. I, I like it. I think, you know, it's kind of disappointing because I wanted an actual Donkey Kong game, but you know, it's obviously not what it is. Uh it's like a fun little puzzler thing. Plays just like it's literally like you you do these puzzles, you get through them, you get a key, and then you go get the minis at the end. It's pretty simple, pretty easy too. I haven't really run into anything that that's got me confused, but it's fun. I don't know. I don't mind it, and it's kind of a nice, just different thing from what's been going on with the rest of games and all that. Yeah, it's a advanced game from oh my gosh, how long ago was that? Now, twenty years ago now. Two thousand three. Yeah, and they and they like read it. Two thousand three. That's when I was born. There you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> I was what? Yeah, what was I doing in two thousand three. Definitely was. Twenty years ago. I was more than born. <laughs> <laughs> wow. no. I mean, it looks like it's it's basically a one to one remake. I think they added uh, a few extra things in there. And they it was also they added like a co op. They got a co op mode in there. They've yes, added a that extra- that's kind of the reason I wanted to check this out. I'm yeah, I haven't like experienced a- it yet, but it seems pretty good. 
couple extra worlds um in there but yeah pretty much gameplay wise it's pretty faithful i never played the original i saw it but i never played it so this is my first time actually playing the game and yeah it's just a fun little game they redid the cutscenes and stuff obviously and they look yeah yeah of course yeah of course the the cutscenes and things but like gameplay wise a lot of the levels are the same but there are new levels and there is the co-op I mean, there's some like there's like a time attack, there's like time attack modes and stuff like that afterwards. There's some like challenge modes and some other things. So there is that. <clears throat> okay, Josie, you'll have more on that, I guess, later on this week then. So yeah, game and talk Wednesday. Wednesday at game and talk. YouTube.com/slash game and talk, please check it out. And I did want to recognize one game in here because I there's a lot of confidence behind this game. I will say this that I uh, MAG was uh, was looking at Tomb Raider and said, you know, I think this is going to be pretty good. It's out. Tomb Raider 1 through 3 remastered. I, I picked it up on the PS5. Sean, you got it on... I bought it Switch? on Switch. Yeah. Switch, okay. Okay, did you get it, MVG? No, I will get it, though. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. So I uh, I went into this really unsure as to how it was going to turn out. I, I mean, it's Aspire, so I don't really know what I'm going to get from half the time now. now. But this, I didn't realize, was actually done by... Like serious fans of the of of the games, like the the older Tomb Raider games, like they knew they knew their way around the the title. It wasn't just like, oh, we're gonna hand it off and the, the Inspire is gonna have some people randomly do this. So there's an open source Tomb Raider project called Open Lara, and it's mm -hmm. been around for many many years. It's someone reverse engineered the entire game, and with the original data files, you can like run it in a web browser, and you can get like full widescreen, 4K, enhanced visuals. So basically the guy that worked on the Open Lara project is the technical lead on this project. So this this particular project was was made, you know, in it's, it was in very good hands. And that's why it turned out as well as it did. So I, ju I just jumped between the three different games just to check them out. And I don't I don't know if you were doing that too Sean or if you if you like legitimately just started with one and you were thinking you're going to play through basically all the games in order. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm on uh level 5 of one right now. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So uh, playing it on the, the PS5, though, they do have the ability to switch between the visuals. Uh, on the PS5, you just press, like, the... They don't have... They don't, they don't call these things start and select anymore. It's, like, the well, three lines the plus button. button on basically. the Switch does yeah. that, too. Yeah, so you, you switch between the older visuals. And I, it also kind of, like, the frame rate looks a little different when you go back to the older older, the older style. Uh, then they have the tank controls, modernized controls. Modern controls definitely introduce some weird things with the camera but that's just i feel like because the game isn't expecting you to be able to necessarily swing the camera around like that as easily and the platforming is better with the modern controls but it's still that situation of you stop she jumps straight up in the air and then she grabs onto a ledge um but i i think if you're a big fan of the older tomb raider games and you have that nostalgia like this isn't i feel like this is a must buy for you then i mean three games 30 bucks and it's uh it's a high quality version of the game i haven't run into any weird issues crashing it's save you just save anywhere so you have a little menu that comes up and you just hit save and you're good to go uh so i'm i'm in i'm enjoying it for what it is i don't know if i'd recommend it to brand new like tomb raider players like if you've never played tomb raider before i don't know it's you're gonna i feel like you're gonna get this and you'll be like what's going on here <laughs> with the control oh, yeah because the game think, oh, go, go ahead john go ahead i mean i thought uh you know the yeah the tank controls because there was someone um, playing it on Twitter, and they're like, oh, I can't believe I spent $30 on this shit. This is before my time. And I was like, did you use the modern controls? He's like, what? I was like, go into the menu. 
It's like, oh, this is great. Now I can play it. I think it's still pretty playable. You just got to get used to the quirks of it, like the the ledge grabs and stuff like that. And yeah, you'll probably die some and it can be frustrating. But, you know, once you kind of get into the groove, like I think it's I think anyone could play it and it looks really good. What were you, what were you saying, Imogy? I was just going to add on to your point about how it's not very accessible, you know, if you haven't played the series before, because it literally just drops you in, you know, the the map, and it doesn't tell you anything about where you need to go or anything like that. It's There's, like, there's no breadcrumbs or there's no, like, you know, map or anything like that. So, yeah, it's not very accessible if you don't really know what to do. But in another way, it's it's really awesome that there are still games or that, you know, they still make, obviously it's a remake or a remaster, but a game that they bring out in 2024 that doesn't really hold your hand. And it reminds me kind of of like the Metroid Prime 1 remaster, where even though they did kind of make a few little quality of life enhancements, it's still very similar in that it doesn't really tell you where you need to go. And I think, I don't know, I like games like that, I guess. Yeah, I like it too, honestly, because I haven't, I played the first one on the Saturn um and i never played two and three so like i completely forgot about stuff that happened you know in the original game and it's actually been enjoyable like figuring things out and you know kind of getting stuck a little bit but then being like okay well what did i miss like even the second level like the second level i was stuck for a minute and then i was like oh wait you got to go through this little area and you got to get this key and then you go through the door and like oh okay cool I'm, i just overlooked it yeah, there there is something to that image because when you're playing it, there's nothing on the on the screen for a HUD at all. Like when you when you pull your pistols out, it has, you know, a meter that comes up, uh, I've noticed. But for the most part, it is that that thing that people were really happy about with Elden Ring, where it's very basic minimalistic. There's nothing cl- like there's not arrows and waypoints and, and 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 menu items all over the place. It's just very, very open and empty and quiet to a degree it kind of builds its atmosphere through that so it's uh you're definitely right it's like a kind of a a, something we've lost a bit along the way with a lot of the games and how they've become so in your face with everything but it's uh it's cool if you like tomb raider i i think it's an awesome pickup at 30 bucks it's hard it's hard to argue with that all right let's see why don't we why don't we go to the xbox business update so I know, Rand, you're very familiar with this. MVG was in some of the Twitter spaces, so he's got the inside intel on this. Uh, it was. <laughs> Sean made 12 videos about it. He's up to speed on it, but still, I will... Uh, Sean pissed some people off, too, with one of his videos. <laughs> what did you Which do, one? Sean? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, the one where you went at the journalists. Oh, yeah, well, fuck them. Like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> You could you could explain what happened there, Sean, in a minute. the The Xbox business update was on their podcast. It's about twenty two or twenty three minutes long. In there, they outlined four games that are going to be going to other platforms. Uh, at this point, we basically know it's Hi Fi Rush, CFD's Pentiment, and Grounded, and we're just kind of waiting for the first one to get announced. Maybe it'll be in a direct or something coming up here. People think maybe Pentiment could be in there. Starfield, Indiana Jones, not one of those games going to other platforms and in fact they straight up asked them point blank if they are going to other platforms they said no not now well at least not now who knows what 10 or 20 years holds but that is not the case and i feel like that's uh 
a lot of people are going into this expecting that. And I, I think that's is why. That why were they expecting it? Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I was going to say, Sean. Why were they expecting that? Because all these fucking reports that came out and every day there's another game being added to the list. And, you know, shit, shit goes south sometimes, you know, things go awry. That's fine. You know, everyone has made a mistake in life. Everyone has misreported something. Hell, John once stayed up till three in the morning doing a live stream because he thought the PSV to two was going to be at an event. It happens. But the <laughs> problem is, what did all these people do? The people who said Starfield, the people who said Indiana Jones, the people who said Gears of War, did they say, oh, you know what? Hey, I guess something changed, you know, this, that. No, they doubled down and they took no accountability. Mean fucking while when Nate came out earlier in the week and said, you know what? I'm I'm hearing things that Starfield's not going to be there, that Starfield's not going to be one of the games. Those same fucking people went after him and were condescending to him. The people who reported it first, like, go fuck your get off your fucking high horse. Like, Jesus Christ. Talk to yeah, me more we, about we John staying up until 3 a.m. About the. Yeah, that, I didn't <laughs> know that. more about that. Vita 2, was this, was this happening? Super I mean, think it was a cell phone, right? Like, it actually was just a cell phone yeah, that came it was, out. Yeah, it was just some. some let's, talk, let's stop being so yeah, angry. Let's the, talk about that the, some more. It was the PS. It was the Monster Hunter PS4 Pro. Remember that? It was no. Tokyo Game Show. It was like <laughs> six years ago. Yeah, it was. It was. John had to do a formal like apology. We're in John a did his formal apology. Yeah. Hey, that's content. No, these people are dumb. <laughs> they don't that's get it. Video. The apology is content, just as well. You're still going to get people to read about it, but yeah, and at a press conference. That apology yeah, right? video like ended up on my recommended one day out of nowhere. I was like, "What is this?" So I, I watched the whole thing. I was like, "Oh, interesting." Back and make sure the middle. If I think okay, no, read them and weep. <laughs> if I don't think that this is just a start, and other games won't get ported. They've been porting games. This is nothing new. When Microsoft got Hellblade, what did they do? They ported it to the Nintendo Switch. Ori in the Blind Forest. Cuphead. Okay? Sony has MLB The Show. MLB The Show is on multiple platforms. If it was something like Starfield, Indiana Jones, Gears of War, Halo, like all these people were perpetuating, then yes, there would be cause for concern. But as it stands now, you have two games as a service games, both of which came out on Xbox fucking one. And then you have two smaller titles that were obviously passion projects that they're just like, hey, you know what? People will probably buy this shit on other platforms. Hmm. Well, real, real quick, the one thing, though, MLB was forced like MLB forced Sony to and Microsoft could force Xbox. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just saying like they definitely bent the knee a little bit with that one. They were going to remove their, their multi-million dollar contract and they were, they were going to give it to 2k. Somebody else would have taken, cause that's like literally free money to do MLB the show. Like it's, you just make a baseball game. Right. But uh, no, I see what you're saying though, Sean, like I, I agreed with your, your video overall, but I do think that there could be some other bigger stuff. Like, the next Halo, right? Maybe the next Halo. You don't think that's a possibility for them to say, hey, we can make way more money if it's on PlayStation as well, you know? Really. Even like Halo I, Infinite. I, I, like, if, if we're talking about five to 10 years from now. Yeah, distant future. This is a, a non-discussion because five okay. to 10 years from now, the look at the video game landscape, how much it's changed in the past five years. 
Now think about where it's going right now, what we're seeing, you know, um, Sony now embracing the PC side of things, Microsoft obviously embracing the PC side of things, cloud gaming starting to rise, a PlayStation 6, an Xbox Series Z or whatever, those could be very, very drastically plat different platforms than what we expect from home console gaming right now. So, you know, if it's five to 10 years, okay. You know, if Indiana Jones comes out five years later after it came out on Xbox, what what does it matter? Like, I don't I don't get what it what it matters. Everyone who wanted to play it has either played it on PC or on the Xbox. And if if that's what Sony fans are going to be happy with, like, oh, yeah, some leftovers from Xbox like that. That's bizarre, too. Like, it, it's it's just it's just ridiculous to me. I love it. We got we got RGT going. <laughs> uh, I uh, passionate. Do you think ran four four games ran. Do you think uh, this is a test? Do you think they're already planning on other ones after this? They're just not making it public. I, I well, I mean, they've set it up in a way where it could just be the four games because they did say it's a test, and they did say it's like, hey, we want to uh, inject more life into these community games grounded sea of thieves because they might be at end of life uh, what better way to then bring to other platforms to get more more people and invest more money same thing with hi-fi rush and um pentiment it was like games that weren't really that big that might have sequel potential they, they sort of talked about that and they said hey we're gonna learn we're gonna see how some of this stuff goes so they left the door open of like okay if the tests don't do good maybe we don't continue with this but I think that's highly unlikely. I mean, they're already talking about internally about Xbox everywhere, how every screen is an Xbox, right? So to me, I think it's just, okay, if we don't do any more, that's fine. They haven't boxed themselves in a corner because they can say the test went well and they're going to explore more options down the road for more games eventually. Like who knows? Like how how you know like uh, something like Hellblade two two years later because it was on PlayStation or Outer Worlds two a year or two later because it was on PlayStation right? Some you know like uh, a new Doom game because it has a legacy on PlayStation and maybe they look at more at that. So I would say if you're expecting it to just only be four, I think you're mistaken. I think it'll be definitely more than that with Microsoft's plans of. Uh, wanting to be everywhere and every screen potentially being able to play an Xbox game. Um, I do think it's odd that <laughs> a month ago, people were freaking out about the idea of any Xbox game going anywhere. And then uh, people celebrating on Thursday that it was only four games. <laughs> mm. I, I thought that was I interesting was to me. But maybe maybe that's because because I've seen some people say that... Um, that all the reporting like uh, was part of an Xbox psyop or a false flag operation. Forty chess, mm. yeah, forty chess. That basically they let them put out the Starfield Indiana Jones rumor, knowing that they weren't going to go, so that when people just heard it was these smaller stuff, they would be more okay with it. I think this is Microsoft basically, um, taking their user base and kind of being like baby stepping it forward getting people used to the idea of other game of their games, maybe potentially going to other platforms in a very similar way that Phil did it with uh, quantum break. If you guys remember, well, probably don't, but when thing on PC, 
Yeah, when, when they announced Quantum Break for PC, they said the same thing. It's just one game. Doesn't mean all the games are going to go. And then eventually, obviously, we know it was it, it did mean all the games went, right? Um, did Phil yell at somebody on Twitter over that? Uh, I believe he day. did. I believe he Prep did. Gamer. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> even even Harmon Holst, uh, when they announced their you know Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, he was like, just because we're doing this one doesn't mean all the others are coming. Well... Now it, all it's, it's the that, that was one of the mistakes of the Xbox One generation is that Microsoft w- wanted to drag everybody with them and what they thought the vision of gaming was, and nobody was ready to go along with them. You have to sort of, you know, piecemeal it. Get your get your get everybody sort of used to the idea of these things. Bef- you know, so I think it's a little bit of that. I, um, I do think we'll see more games on other platforms. Uh. You know, my question is how much and how, you know, how often and how many, right? How many are you going to do every year? What the, what are those going to be those games? I think they'll probably keep some exclusives to themselves. Something like Halo, I think, is too intertwined the with brand, the actual the brand, brand itself. Because, I mean, you can make the argument that every game should be on every platform. If you're strictly talking about making money, right? Halo should be on every platform because that was the best chance for it to make money. But you have to think about what's good for the game and what's good for the platform. And I think what's good for the platform is probably Halo being exclusive. Um, like Gears. I mean, yeah, you could make the argument the Gears collection if it's rumored to be true. Um, okay, if we're going to... Why not give it to Switch and PlayStation? And then when Gears 6 comes out, being like, that's only on Xbox. So it's like, hey, you guys, you know what? Why don't you come play it over here? You know, You can sort of you know draw conclusions based off of that and 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 see how those go but i think they'll hold some stuff to themselves i think they'll hold the bigger stuff to, uh to actually use as ways to get people uh to want to pick up new xbox hardware which they talked about again and they once again used the biggest technological leap uh for the yeah. next gen xbox hardware which is what they've been doing <laughs> the last two times um Wait. What do we hold on, well, hold on? What's the the next gen? What's the what's the idea there for next gen? What's the system that's the biggest techno leap? It's not going to be anything quick. from Saturn to Dreamcast. Look at they that. They just kept leap. moving, by the way. No, it just kept moving. No, no, no. When, PR when, when they say the most powerful generational leap, you know what that means? That means they're using AI. Like they're using they're the, there's some there's hardware AI um, implementation in there to basically recreate or create all sorts of shit. You know, I within the hardware out. itself, doesn't I necessarily mean it's a generational leap, but that's I feel like that's what they're talking about. Yeah, about I, I feel like we GPT. don't need that at all. Oh, at like all. I got a, like, I got a great idea, Josie. Go ahead. I just, I'm just no, saying, I think we need games. Idea. You've we never had games. a great idea. I have a great Especially idea. when you smirk. What? No, my my idea was calling special Nick special Nick rather than Shesh Paul Nick for a year. <laughs> <laughs> but no it was longer than a year pal oh, this is ever God. since i ever since that man's been on my radar for anything i have called him like shesh paul nick and shit like that and then back in the days when you were wrestling cardboard too you were doing that yeah. and wrestling cardboard oh my gosh okay uh the, the so i i was i was uh because we were nate and i were trying to kick back ideas as to what they what would really be a technical leap that's something we haven't seen before in games because as Sean mentioned, that's just like marketing. We're going to drum this up a bit. It, I feel like it was just confidence boosting. Like, hey, we're not going away from hardware. We're doing the, 
this crazy thing with the next system. I don't think it's necessarily visuals. I feel like it is AI, as you're mentioning, MVG. And I almost wonder if they get to a position in... Wait, is it... it Rand, do you still think it's like 2026, 2027 for the next yeah, system? Yeah, I think I think you'll see a console, high-end console, and then uh, a handheld to go with it. I, I, I do think AI would become a, a serious part of the system, and I think they would have a like a coprocessor that would be specifically designed for AI and you know, accelerating all the everything they need for it to work, processes and all this. And I kind of wonder if they're going to make it. I don't want to say your system becomes more aware <laughs> But as in, like, your system would kind of have, like, a personality that's molded to you. And because they would have cloud computing, it would actually follow you between platforms. So you would almost have, like, your own, you'd have almost your own Jarvis from uh, Iron Man, who would basically follow you around. (laughs) I saw some report that basically said that Microsoft was working on their own version of uh, DLSS, I believe. Which that would probably be prob- part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. How do you feel about a combo of a c- console and a, a handheld? Is that I, I I like that idea quite a bit. I think that's one of the ways you differentiate yourself from just trying to make the most powerful system. You try to make the most convenient system. Go Nintendo's route. It's worked. But well, this not? would be two systems, though, right? Oh, presumably. Yeah, yeah. So- you would probably have a handheld and then you have a, a you know, a, a high end system that you're probably not going to get out of a handheld. But I assume the handheld would probably dock. And do video. Oh, out. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess it'd be kind of like their strategy with the Xbox Series S and the Xbox. I mean, you have one something that's, you know, smaller, maybe a bit more affordable, you know, then you have like the big Joy-Con. system. When's that when's that hitting uh when's that hitting Spotify, Sean? I don't know. Josie could put it on a game and talk. Pod- oh, somebody yelled at me, Josie, that like the last episode wasn't on Spotify, maybe? It's on oh. Spotify. I just got it on there. Hold on, let me let me look. Talk it's like this. I... It's one of those platforms that I have no idea what it is. It might not be on Apple Podcasts because I think they still have to approve us. Well, this was last Saturday. Why isn't the new episodes of Game & Talk podcast on Spotify? They are on Spotify mm-hmm. now. So, fucking They're release Coyote versus Acme, you WB sluts. If you're watching this, yes, that is his Twitter name. Um, <laughs> there's your answer. Thank they you also... Um, oh, my God. <laughs> John, they also... There was a lot of concern about Xbox changing Game Pass... Yes, there was. And removing day one games, uh, maybe positioning them in a different tier, and what they were going to do with Activision games. There was rumors that Call of Duty may not go into Game Pass on day one, but uh, they announced that Diablo 4 is coming to Game Pass on like March 28th, and that Matt Booty said all first-party Xbox games will be day one on Game Pass, So, and Game Pass will be on no other platform. So I wonder if they're positioning Game Passes to be like one of the differenti- dif- differentiators I, I used have to, I've always have a problem saying that word of you know because like we've always heard the rumors they're trying to get game pass on other platforms right they've talked about this but now they came out like game pass will only be here so i wonder if like going forward it's like okay if we have more games on other platforms if they're going to use game pass as like a reason to be like hey you could maybe sure you could pay 70 dollars to play this game over there but you come over here and get it for free essentially and then you know 
have whatever with a different handheld and the console and all the other things they might be doing but it was nice to see them at least put out there being like no first parties day one on game pass because i think people were really starting to like uh uh lose their minds a little bit on that rumor which wasn't true so you they they say that like oh game pass is exclusive do you think if they could have like elaborated on that game pass is exclusive because no one else will allow it on their system Yeah, but that's not something you want to say. In the, no, it's not something you want to say because it's not even on Steam, and the fact that it's not on Steam is like, oh, okay, because that would go on their Steam Deck. I, I almost wonder if Valve's kind of like, eh, we don't really want that here right now either. We don't have enough data on how that would actually affect things for us. So I, uh, that, I mean, that's a good way to phrase it. It's exclusive to the Xbox and PC technically, so it won't be on PlayStation, won't be on Switch or Nintendo system. <laughs> But that I was a little surprised that they were. I mean, okay, so they mentioned Activision Blizzard. They did not say Call of Duty. Uh, I I think people are still kind of in limbo, waiting for them to just say, "Hey, Call of Duty, here it is." But Diablo Four is going in at least. That's that's good. That's good. Well, that's I mean, they did say all for all all first party games. I mean, I'd assume yeah. that would in, encompass Call of Duty, right? Um, well, but... isn't there some like because Sony still has the marketing rights for Call of Duty, correct? Even though it's owned by microsoft no i think their mark the marketing ended with this the last one that just came out oh okay we'll carry on there you go <laughs> they uh, i mean they're gonna have a call of duty this year so we're gonna find out one way or the other probably at their june showcase and i assume game pass will be right there it'll say you know play it in game pass day one call of duty xbox logo all over the place so that's that's uh that would be my assumption at that point oh yeah no showcase in june not really surprising. I mean, there's no E3 or anything, so it's hard to say IGN has their thing, buddy. And so does IGN, Jeff Keighley. Yeah, you got IGN Jeff Keighley. Summer Game I'm Fest. sure IGN will hire everyone's favorite, Greg Miller, to, to run the event. Keighley will post it on the uh, summer stuff he does, too. It'll yeah, it'll be a part of Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest. Yeah, directly a partner okay. of it. Okay. Uh, no, I, I guess I should also mention that Phil did say in an interview with Tom Warren later that... uh when asked directly about Starfield and Indiana Jones said that he wouldn't rule it out because he doesn't think any game should be ruled out. Uh, but that uh, this doesn't mean that other games are coming to all like this, he, what did he say? He didn't, he basically said like, this doesn't mean the dams burst and other games would go, but obviously he's not ruling it out. So he's just, he's not going to, some of the, some of the times Phil puts his foot in his mouth because He'll say one thing and then like business reality shift or, you know, you just need to sell something and now you don't like, Hey, Xbox Scorpio is going to have VR and then VR never came or, uh, you know what they said about Ori, you know, I don't know if you guys remember what he said about after Ori came to the switch was that they weren't going to do this anymore because it wasn't fair to the Xbox owner to wonder what games were exclusive or not. And that the only way he would want to put games on, on, on Switch and other platforms was if he had a full Xbox experience. Well, I mean, here we are four years later. And they're not talking yeah. about that. And, you know, even during um, the FTC trial, he said they didn't want to support PlayStation because PlayStation takes the money from the games on their platform and uses it to make deals to hurt Xbox. So it's like, so you're just going to give Sony four of your games to make money? that they would then use to hurt you 
you know, I'm just saying, you, also, you know. You also got to remember, like, <laughs> people say stuff in these. Uh, I know what you're saying. Like, there's a lot of contradictions there, and I agree with most of that. It's just like at the, you know, at the, what was it? The, the whole court case. They're saying anything. <laughs> like, they're saying all sorts of shit just to try to get a favorable, you know. Uh, I'm you just know, saying people, it's just like, I've, I've said, I think Sony and Nintendo don't really talk to people. They're very cold, right? When it comes to fan interaction or even press interaction, really. Xbox being the challenger brand yeah. had to do something different. So they're more open. They're more warm. They, side, they you know, sidle up to the community. They do more interviews. But when you do more interviews, there's more chances for you to say something that might not end up being true later on. And it's one of those things where business realities shift. They change constantly. And what might have been true in 2020 is no longer true in 2024. And then people look back at your words and you're like, well, you lied here. And it's like, well, no, I didn't lie. It was just that it's no longer the case. You know, I've made the case that they shouldn't, they shouldn't talk as much so, so you could avoid situations like this. But, you know. Do they have to be different really somehow. Wanna make me cry. I, I think he's. I think Phil's learning not to speak in absolutes at all times. So he's doing the never say never response, basically. So I, I would not expect Starfield or Indiana Jones going to PlayStation anytime soon, basically. But would Which, you be surprised if in two years it did come, though? I probably wouldn't. I mean, at this point, I'd be like, eh, I mean... They've probably sold what they can and gotten whatever subscriptions they can, and they're kind of moving on. Which, by the way, the the Game Pass subscriptions they they did say in passing was at thirty four million, and that does include their Xbox Live Gold merge that they did, where that's Game Pass Core. Apparently, that felt a little low when they said that number. Yeah, there's yeah, no there's no real growth. There's no real growth, right? That's that's the situation. That's the problem, right? Yeah, I. They said it. I. They didn't even really have to say it. I feel like I don't know why they even did that. Like, they gotta say I don't something. Really think the they number don't, is good. They gotta say something. No, they don't give us console sales numbers. They don't give us game sales numbers. They don't give us. But I mean, the fact it was in like a it was in like a podcast where they just kind of where Sarah Bond just kind of said it. Like, you gotta, oh, well, I mean, it's a metric. Really Sarah Bond was just she was spouting off all sorts of metrics. So it's another metric. Yeah, yeah. I just I I felt like it would have been more like when they said that i was like oh wow that's not bad for game pass ultimate and they're like well no, no that actually includes the the game pass core stuff too it's like oh how many how many xbox live gold members were there then because it feels like there weren't that many left over i don't know uh, that's strange that surprise you ran when they said 34 million no i don't i don't think there's been a growth on xbox game pass for a while and that's mostly because of like microsoft didn't bother releasing any games in 2022 so yeah, well, it's yeah, tough that's... to want to subscribe to a service that you know is you know when you're when you're like, hey, we're gonna sell it on the back of our own first party games, but they're they take a while to come. Uh, I don't think it was a. There's a lot of people that were left in gold, the core, anyways. But yeah, I they are they are a hundred percent behind where they wanted to be with Game Pass at this point, and they'll just have to see what what Call of Duty does if they do bring it day one, which judging from their statements, they will what kind of effect that will have on the service. I, I think they, I think they expected cloud gaming to be a little bit bigger than, uh, than it is right now. And, and maybe mobile, uh, they said PC is doing pretty damn well on their side. So, and, uh, you know, console game pass is hamstrung by the fact that 
they're not selling as many consoles as I think they probably thought they would either. So, you know, Brad, yeah. you have you have shh, quiet, John. You talk to people that work at Xbox, right? You have some yeah. connections there. All right, let, 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 let me let me give him a little suggestion here. I don't know if you saw Mr. Kid Smooth's video today. Or <laughs> the best bot today. The best bot. I did Planet Xbot or Xbox last night. Planet Xbot. <laughs> whatever. Because I'm the king of Xbox, of course. You are number and, one Xbox YouTuber. And he was shocked when I told him that there's no way in the Xbox store to only look at Xbox original Xbox and original Xbox 360 games. They have gotten rid of that feature and he didn't believe me. So he like turned on his Xbox while we're on and he got really mad. He made a video about it today. Why did they get rid of that? I feel like backwards compatibility is one of the coolest things about Xbox and the fact that they make it so difficult to find any Xbox or Xbox 360 games, unless you're searching by the title of the game is ridiculous to me. Yeah, mm. they did mention backwards compatibility in in this uh, podcast, so that as a feature of the brand. But so, are you saying it was in the store at one point and it, they removed it, it was, or just never part of the new store? No, when it there came out. There was a tab for it. Like when you when you search when you search in the Microsoft Store and you're looking for like the games and stuff on your Xbox, like it has like games coming soon, top free, top paid. There was a category under genres that was just like classic stuff from the 360 and the original xbox and now it's no longer there so the only way to kind of browse these games is either like on a computer or if you want to do it on your xbox you actually have to like type in the name of one of the old games that you know is on there and then look at see similar and it'll give you a list of a bunch more games like it, it's 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 so weird to me like it's it's because I, I I love the backwards compatibility, and sometimes I'll be playing shit. I'll be like, man, I kind of want to check out something old, you know, something that maybe has been refreshed through this. And they just make it so difficult to try. There's like 600 Xbox 360 games on there. I'm not going to search all of them by name. Like, it, why is there not just a tab for it? Like, I feel like the classic content, you should be promoting that. That should be one of your things. Like, hey, look at all these games that have been enhanced that you can get for, you know, dirt cheap on the store. I agree, but I would think the reason it's not there um, would be because nobody's it might be a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy, but nobody's actually searching for those. So there's no reason to have a, a tab. It's a kind of a waste of resources uh, to have that because nobody's buying those games or searching for them. So there's no reason to have it as part of the store. Maybe, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, That's uh, exactly what it is, Rand. Call it how it is. Nobody's playing that crap. Nobody cares. They stop. We care. Core gamers care. But most people that are going to buy, play Xbox, they're playing the newest stuff. They're playing new things. They're not searching some crusty 360 game that I want to play. You know, hey, skate, skate three still coming through. I'm just saying that that's the that's the only listen. I worked in back end like that. That's the only reason why you, remove you know, that. you know about the back end. Did you call yourself a back? <laughs> you frequent it. <laughs> I, I mean, it is, you're right. It is impressive. It's cool when they do it. Okay, no, but seriously, like <laughs> <laughs> they're they're. Uh, I mean, they're because they're play anywhere. Their Xbox, like the cross save stuff, that that all still works with that. Where I think what is it? Burnout. One of the games went backwards compatible, and my save file was still over there from the 360 days. It showed yeah. up, and and it kept my entitlement for owning the game from like, way back when. Like Speedo crazy. said, Manhunt on Series X is incredible. Like I completely forgot that manhunt 
the Xbox game is on there for like 10 bucks. I it's like, about that too. Exactly. Like that's a game <laughs> that I would like to revisit because I haven't played it in so long. Like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's weird to me. There's probably a lot of games that like newer generation now just has no idea about. I mean, maybe, maybe you could just put a little, put a little section there for that 360 games, Xbox right. games. That'd be cool. They could do it like um, Nintendo does it sort of maybe just have a section and then you can mm-hmm. access it. Because I'd like to play some 360 games, but I don't really know what's on the call service. Call it the museum. Yeah, yeah it's it pretty the, rad. The collection, the museum, something like that. Like, because they have original is? Xbox stuff too, right? Yeah, yep. Manhunt's original yep. Xbox. You got uh, Ninja Gaiden on there. Um, Crimson yeah. Skies. A bunch of a bunch of classics. Is, is Brute for- Force on there? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would I would look, but you know, Conquer. Yeah. <laughs> Just easy type in the name. Do. You know. Yeah, type. You know the name of it, bro. Hold on. Let's see. I'll Google it real quick. Uh, Google it. No, it's not a. It's not compatible. Hmm. But are we really missing anything? That's well, not a MV- bad idea, actually. MVG, do you think this is a big deal? Uh, Xbox games going to other platforms is this kind of just whatever. Uh, I mean, there's definitely you know some semblance of a deal here right but like i feel like these four games in a vacuum this could have been an email this could have been an xbox wire post honestly like i don't feel like it we really needed all this but i guess maybe this was in response to the outcry of the community uh from last week but um no i don't think it really is a big deal at this juncture Rand. but i do agree with you that i think rather than the floodgates opening, because I don't think that's what's going to happen here, Microsoft will selectively choose games to put on PlayStation over time. I think that's a fair assumption to make after these four get released. So, yeah, I mean, I think really they just, you know, have to kind of manage that. But no, I don't think really it's that big of a deal at this point. I, uh... I, I do I do wonder if this is so back with the Xbox One when that was first shown, people rejected the the digital side of things quite a bit. Obviously they also try to put a camera in your room and stuff. I get that. But yeah, but people they, love that now though. That's what I mean. It's interesting to think back now to think back now to then and go, I wonder if okay, again, take the camera out of the situation, <laughs> the the connect. If they were just like, hey, we're gonna have digital and we're we're gonna have all, always online and all that. I almost wonder how well that would go over now versus twenty thirteen. I feel like it'd be better now. So I almost wonder if ten years from now, we'll even say like twenty twenty five, if just having games on other platforms, even if you're a first party manufacturer for a piece of hardware, is really not that weird. I don't know. Like, it's, could you guys uh, ever see Nintendo doing this? Like, I feel like they no, would yeah. never. No. Yes, I think they will. I no. I, I, I talked about 40 this forty years from now. On the Spawncast pre-show, yeah. I said, not next generation, not this upcoming generation, the generation after I see them doing some type of stuff. And then by the following generation, who knows what type of technology will be around, but games are going to be almost everywhere. What do you mean some type end. of stuff? Because we already had Mario on the phone. Yeah, that's what I'm, like, people used to say. Now, I covered Nintendo back at that point, right? Like Wii U even brought prior to that. I started covering Nintendo like you know, on like websites and stuff like that in like 2010. PlayerEssence.com. Right? Yes. A different name. <laughs> it was PlayerEssence.com. Um, no, <laughs> the Navy. But, online, no. but but like um, 
And people said that there would never be Mario on mobile or other people would say, and there were so many videos of people saying the same thing. And then there's a bunch of smartphone games, right? Nintendo does a bunch of stuff on mobile. So I don't think it's that crazy to think, you know, a couple gens from now or two or three gens from now that Nintendo does stuff on PC. Maybe not everything, but does stuff on PC or but does stuff on- But that's such a different market, like mobile gaming and actual gaming, I feel but, like is so different and it's a different audience too, right? Like like my mom played Animal Crossing, but she's not gonna pick up a Switch to, you know what I mean? Like it's just- No, I know what you mean. And I completely, I agree with you, but the, I'm saying like the the, the mindset, People were saying, no, it is like mobile. Nintendo has their DS. That's mobile, right? You take that around. So people were dead set um, on Nintendo would never do anything for mobile, especially because, uh, you know, the late Satoru um, Iwata, um, Satoru Iwata, he basically went, I think it was the GDC one year, maybe MVG, you know about this? And he did not have good things to say about mobile. He was essentially saying, you know, don't put your games on mobile, blah, 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 blah. You know, he, I mean, it wasn't that harsh, but he was, he was talking down to mobile pretty um pretty pretty good right so people felt that nintendo would never you know do stuff on mobile and they ended up doing stuff on mobile so i just think that eventually one of these days like would it hurt to have i don't know like splatoon on pc like, you know, like yes 15, 15 years Mouse from now like with splatoon would wreck that game it was if, if splatoon was splatoon 2 or something like that was on pc like would that be some type of crazy like that wouldn't be a problem you know so I think it'll happen in at some point. A lot of their games, though, also use gimmicks of the system it's on. So, like, they, they couldn't do that, right? A lot of their games all. are they just... Have to... hmm. Go ahead. I'm just going to say they'd have to do, like, really generic stuff that and they couldn't be as creative as they like to be, like, where they utilize every aspect of the system if they don't have a system to do it with or if they're putting it on other systems down the line. Mm. I hear you're saying the software being really closely developed with the hardware. Yeah. I personally yeah, right? can't. I personally can't see. I mean, yeah, I can see Nintendo doing you know you know spin-off mobile stuff because they've done that mm -hmm. before, you know. Um, but I don't think at least you know for the next few generations that they would yeah. they would do that personally. There you go, few generations. Three. I mean, I, I get... after that, OJ will be dead. So I don't give a shit. You will like... not be. You will not be dead, MVG. Okay, few generations. I calculated this. We talked about this on the on the Spawncast pre-show. Make sure you guys watch that. Um, three generations was sixteen years, yeah. right? So the yeah. GameCube be to Switch. Thanks, yeah, Sean. Think it'll be a grilling accident, or probably something yeah. like that. <laughs> just too much starter on it and just yeah and that's it 20 years you'll be alive mbg shut up 20 years oh come on now 25 years 25 years be, uh... you'll be, alive. You'll be fine you got modern technology modern health we'll be good extend the life of another 45 damn i'll be old maybe nintendo uh... bringing their games to other platforms what kills mvg Maybe uh -huh. he wakes up yeah. one day and has a heart. What Mario on Xbox and PlayStation? Right. I'm just getting it. ready for it now, so I don't have to be the Nintendo Tim Dog when you get on Twitter mm. Spaces. Just get that going. Well, it's interesting because this does also roll into the the Sony topic, uh, which we'll get to here in a second when it comes to their games being on other platforms. Uh, let me go over to some of the super chats here. Ruffle Mutt says, "Just bought a Quest Three, and now I'm a VR believer." Also, how long till Sony 
just drops the PSVR 2. Sort of felt like it just dropped from the face of the earth. Yeah, that's uh, that, that accessory is not doing well, that headset. I, I'm not really sure what Sony's doing with it, other than maybe moving on. I don't know. Orange says, will Sega revive Rystar or Power Stone? Power Stone, yes. Power Stone is Capcom. Yeah, it's Capcom. That's Out of your Power two Stone. options, I'll pick Rystar. Yeah. Power Stone's coming back, though. Rystar. Let's see. This is from uh, Ten, who says, thoughts on Ioneo Flip, specs, details, and price. It was really cool until they dropped the price. Yep. I love the device itself. The price is terrible. Ugh. Christopher says, do you guys feel that since Xbox got away one year without any first party games that Sony can do the same with this year's exclusive third party support games to allow first party games to bake longer? Kind of feel yeah, like but it sucks. Try. And then everyone's talking about power and we don't even have any games. So seems and like the generation is crap. Listen, everybody, everybody turn on this generation real quick this week. The, how the, how do we have no games? What are you doing with your game console? That's the whole thing. It's a great 2023 question. 2023 was the best year ever in video games because you were one PlayStation born. game, one Xbox game. Just look at the slew of Nintendo shit we got. It was so nice. Well, here's the thing with um with uh, the Xbox and the like Sony. Sony missed their forecast by like millions, right? So I don't think they can get away with anything. <laughs> like when people say get away with stuff, don't let the don't let the crazy Sony fans and revisionists tell you about stuff. Look at the numbers yourself. Sony missed their forecast by quite a bit. And I think that was because of a lack of games. I think if they had more exciting first party games, more people would have bought well, the we PS5. Can, we can go into that. You know? Actually right now, OJ, the, yeah. the Sony financials that you were mentioning or alluding to there. They they did have the highest gross revenue recorded in a quarter three, so it's the holiday, October, November, December. It was at ten point eight billion dollars, which is quite a bit. But their operating income was down twenty five percent from last year, which is their 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 profit. And they they attribute that to having to do all these promotions to try to move PlayStation Five consoles. So they're taking hits on these systems, trying to get them out there. And OJ's right. They did miss their, or they're gonna miss their forecast because they had to revise it. They revised it from 25 million down to 21 million, and that's after selling 8.2 million PlayStation 5 consoles during quarter three, which means they're at 16.4 million for the current fiscal year. So they're still well off from that. And I kind of feel like they were thinking this this past holiday they would have sold like 10 to 11 million PS5s, and they did not get there. But don't you think that? Is, that number's high though for them to oh, be yeah. saying 25 Absolutely like, is. i think it i is. think i think that might be a little more it's, telling though. it's arrogant sony creeping back in sean you know what it is you know what the forecast was for the forecast was them trying to signal to investors that they are not going to lose pace with the ps4 because if they yeah, did hit their forecast they would have been right there and actually a little ahead of the ps4 they're actually tracking behind the ps4 by 2.3 million systems yeah they're they're exactly they're they're behind them sony did don't get me wrong like sony's doing good obviously they're making a plenty of money and all of that but i mean like the lack of first party games is costing them at this point right like the, the lack because like only having spider-man people said they'll be fine well, they weren't necessarily fine, right? Because you, you've got to go based off of your own goals in terms of what you set for yourself for the most part, especially if you're doing all these brand deals, you're doing all this stuff to where you're paying Marvel all this money. I mean, you've got to make a lot. It's not just about, oh, we're doing okay. You got to make like a ton of money because that's what they're, they're, they're you know, they're a company. They're, you know, they're a company that has shareholders. So you got to make as much money as possible. So like, 
they need to have better first party lineup. People killed Microsoft for that, right? We all did that. And the first party lineup in terms of stuff was not great. And now Sony comes out and says, I know we're going to get into it, that they don't have anything like on the scale of like God of War or, you know, uh, Spider-Man, you know, for this year. I mean, they've got some good stuff. Stellar Blade looks cool. They've got like Rise of Ronin. They got these cool, like, you know, other developers that are making stuff that I think is going to be okay. Helldivers just came out, but, you know, not having high quality, consistent first party games is definitely going to hurt them, you know? Do they have any double A kind of stuff, like smaller stuff? No, they just remake well, they all their the, old triple A. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, Techn- I mean, technically Hell Divers too, I, I guess we that at, Sean just mentioned Astrobot. Um, that game was like in development for like eight years. So I mean I, I bet too was, yeah. yeah, so I I don't think that was a cheap game to make. I think it was very expensive. But I mean, you know. They, it's it's a it's a cool game. Oh, it's forty bucks, so I mean it has like a double A price tag, I guess. You know? <laughs> so that's good for and, us. And Arrowhead made it and they're uh they're technically not owned, they're not owned by Sony. So yeah. they're yeah, it's that that kind of plays into I guess a little bit there as well. Mm-hmm. But they did indeed mention that okay, so for the rest of this fiscal year, well this fiscal year coming up, so that would end March 31st, 2025, they will not have any major release in terms of it's a part of a a, a established big time series so as oj mentioned god of war spider-man i kind of throw ghost tsushima in there a bit right now oh yeah how many that's oh, sold yeah. so i guess not we're not going to get ghost tsushima 2 until after april 2025 which it's interesting uh no last of us obviously we just had a last of us 2 remastered anyway but technically you could do either a smaller game like astrobot which is apparently rumored right now we'll see uh or it could be a new ip which i i have to assume at this point all these studios at sony are just working on new ips like naughty dog is sony santa monica is blue point maybe i'm still curious about blue point because there there are new rumors popping up about them working to reimagine a certain game that people have been asking for for a while and wait you're talking about uh, bloodborne no not maybe we'll see and uh (laughs) no come on john no and 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 that's my thing right now with with sony is we don't really know anything that they're doing with any of their big studios so they are up to third parties stellar blade rise of ronin Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy Seven Rebirth that's coming up, but like Seven Rebirth is looking fantastic. Got my special edition pre-ordered. Definitely copping that. So it kind of feels like the PS2 days right now, where they were getting the third-party games and putting the exclusive label on them on their system, and it worked. Mm-hmm. Then I don't know if it's going to be enough for them to catch the PS4. I kind of feel like looking at this, and then they say that this is the halfway point basically for the system which that set off a whole thing online red <laughs> <And> flags <laughs> alert <laughs> yeah people turned on the generation real fast when they said oh, yeah. that. that was that was wild online there was a, um, there was a video that what's it called made uh nc smasher made he's not a big content creator he made a video just saying that this generation's dry and like 10 minute video dude it's like five hundred thousand views he, and he's not like a big you know big content creator and it I just blew up because people are and people are all agreeing with him it, like usually comment section obviously it's like whatever but five hundred thousand views and there is like hella people agreeing with him and liking the video and it's just like spreading so i mean there are definitely quite a number of disgruntled people with this this new generation of console current should we say current current generation of consoles because it's been it's going on four years now so you know. you know, what I think is frustrating about the, this generation, though, is like just how much companies seem to be pushing hardware, right? Instead of actual games. 
at least right now, I think that could be a lot of the frustration. You know, Sony's or Microsoft is coming out with their more powerful thing. Sony's has a new hardware thing every other month, really. So it's just like, I think that's what's a lot of the frustration is from. At least for me, that's where it comes from. Hmm. I think I think for a lot of people, they're finally realizing that um, game development is takes a long time these days. Yeah, it's not like the X three sixty gen where you could pull out a sequel in two years, or even the early Xbox One gen. Now it's like you want to make a triple A game that everybody wants with all the pretty graphics and animations. Guess what? That's five six years. Yep, and that's two hundred three hundred million dollars. There's something where Immortals of Avium said they cost them one hundred and twenty five million dollars to make. Damn, yeah, I saw whatever. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yo, course, wild. Like, uh, was the marketing guy for that game? What'd you say, yeah, Sean? Switch Force. He was the yeah, yeah. He made a video. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should have been the marketing. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing around. Shout out, Zach. No, I'm just playing with you, bro. I know nobody wants to hear it either, but COVID screwed everything up as well. COVID yeah. pushed everything back and delayed lots of games and all that yeah. stuff. And you know, Sony. So I mean, Sony has their own problems, right? I don't know if you'd look at their margins. They make a lot of money, but they don't make a lot of profit. Their margins profit. are razor thin. Yeah, you know, it's because they're they're doing price promotions because they the PS5s weren't selling as 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 much as they thought, and the games are costing too much. And Jim Ryan made a bet on live service, which Helldivers is working now. But I mean, they they talked about pushing six of their games back and you know they got rid of factions which at this point like i would assume like if factions would have came out it probably would have did really well um you, just you know released it and sold it like that does every game have to be a, a three or four year roadmap yes Can that unfortunately like, it kind of seems like that's the case like it has to be dollar game it's online we're going to support it for six months to iron out any serious bugs and we'll put little fun cosmetic drops or something in there and then you guys just play. Go ahead. Have fun. People are playing factions to this day from the game based on the PS3 release 2013 or whatever. It's at it seems strange that it has to always be a live service roadmap that'll eclipse the generation going around. Yeah, and when even even when you like tied into the Xbox stuff, like a lot of people even looked at like uh, the nothing burger that was the podcast was kind of like helped by the news from Sony the day before because they were like yeah, we might have to look more and more in PC and mobile and all these other places because I, I think this didn't the C, doesn't the CEO basically said our studios have to be a better at like managing like profits and the the game like they basically basically kind of called out Jim Ryan in a way for or Herman Holster or the studios for not running a profitable business to a certain extent. So now people are now people with this you know with those statements and the Helldivers two stuff on Steam. They're like, well, Sony's got a good day one on PC, right? Like, why aren't you putting... Well, why wasn't Spider-Man 2 day one on PC is what people would say. Or up the upcoming Wolverine or whatever. Or, or Death Stranding 2. You'd make a lot more money. And I don't know if that impacts hardware too much. It might because Xbox is like the third place brand, but maybe not necessarily PlayStation. But they all have their, they all have their issues. They all have their problems they're working through and... You know, you, because games take so long and P PlayStation wants to make those high, like, profile uh, AAA cinematic experiences, sometimes you're going to end up with a year where you don't have anything. Like this year, probably, right? I, the, 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 I think they have Concord slated for the fall, which is a... Concord's coming out this year. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I mean, will that hit? I don't know. 
you know, Death Stranding so. 2 end of next year. Is that the only game that's going to come next year? Maybe, what it, like Sony Bend? Like, are they almost close? It's mm. yeah, I don't know. It's uh, the release My schedule thing. is not it's not kind. You know, looking at the looking at I mean, looking at the the comments that they they made. You're right when they that's the the Hiroki Totoki is the CFO, chief financial officer, and he he's taken over for Jim Ryan as an interim. In the interim, they're gonna find someone I guess to replace that position, basically, or fill the position. Bill Harrison coming back. Oh gosh, <laughs> Agent Forty Seven hands there. Yeah, Just uh, get Kaz and, back in there. And uh, in this case, he shows up looking more at more the numbers, I assume, rather than the art, <laughs> and is thinking, "This this is, looks insane on paper with with these balance sheets and how much this stuff costs." We saw the Spider Man stuff with that Insomniac leak, and it it wasn't pretty with how much the, how much money it cost and some of those uh, some of those some of those contracts that were written up and how much had to sell and how much they had to send to Marvel. And I kind of feel like they either need to. Just either raid raise prices, so that seventy dollar game is going to be an eighty dollar game next year or something, or they have to cut back on their games, as in just, the games won't let the be, industry crash. Well, just, no, they won't be the naughty dog level of like the plant that you're never actually going to go near has to be fully interactive and stuff in this game, or you got to find more people, and I think they're going to try to find more people, and that's why. Two years ago, on the podcast, I laid it out. I said, okay, they're going to... This is when they did Horizon Zero Dawn. They said, we're bringing this to PC. Because there was a whole discussion there around that. Because I think, Rand, you got like yelled at about it. Oh, yeah. And I did. I sure did. I said, they're going to do a live service. If that works, the single-player game's coming. And it is. I, I think that's going to happen this generation. I think before the PS6 releases, they're going to do a single-player game. And I think it's going to be a new IP. And they'll do it on PC and on PlayStation 5. And they'll take notes and see how it does. And I, I feel like Helldivers 2 is just cementing that for them. So I it feels like you got to get it right, though. And they have not gotten some of these PC ports right. So maybe that's kind of holding them off, too. They have Nixes. Naughty Dog has some experience now from PC after them attempting to release Last of Us Remastered. So I feel like a new IP will be there day and date PC and PlayStation 5 in probably two or three years. And they'll see what happens. But that it seems like the PC crowd is growing constantly like there is a lot of money coming in from that sector and they're supposed to release what a ps5 pro this year still yes mm -hmm. end of this year yep who's so. gonna buy that when no one's buying ps5s right now i'm buying other, other than you john yeah you buy it to tear it down though all right guys welcome to spawn wave we're gonna look at we're gonna look at the insides of the ps5 pro and uh I, I saw the I saw Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I need that PS5 Pro. Send it on over. Do you though, or do you just need the PC version that's coming? Well, that's true. Well, didn't they take feedback from it and they're gonna fix it apparently? Yeah, yeah they've so got a performance patch that. coming. We'll see. We'll see. I need four. I need four K sixty out of the thing. Bring in the PS5 Pro. It's gonna be like how yeah, big is that? PS4 be? Pro did sell very well, did it? Like comparatively no, no, no. speaking. No, no, it was like, I think we got the split at one point. I feel like it was like a 15% split, like 15% pro and the rest was just regular PS4. So it's no, but you remember the, the reason why they, uh, they said they made the PS4 pro. Do you remember the reason Andrew house said on stage 4K, or whatever? 4K TVs. Cause that's the no, reason. it was, uh, it was to, uh, 
they had noticed that some of their users would go to PC halfway through the generation. So they made it so people wouldn't go to PC. Mm, and now okay. Sony's going to probably fully embrace PC, so. Yeah, and that, honestly, so, the PS5 Pro isn't going to show up and tout 8K that much like they did with 4K because I, does anyone does anyone have 8K right now? I, I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone who has an 8K TV. So. I just wonder what that thing's going to cost because it doesn't look like Sony's going to want to sell that thing for a loss and come I in at $600. I got it 600 with no disk drive. Mm. You got to buy the disk drive. Or maybe 550 with no disk drive. You got to buy the disk drive separately, though, and that's like 80, 80 some odd dollars. It's on the side. What's going to power the PS5 Pro? What specs? You can't just throw a Ooh. price out. What are, we, what are we talking about here? That's a good question. They'll team I don't, up with Intellivision and... <laughs> I, people are throwing all kinds of wild specs around for this thing, and then they come to some teraflop number. And I feel like we're so beyond the teraflop stuff just to define the system now that it's impossible to tell. Are They're going to focus, I think, on ray tracing. And, are you and, saying 12 is not going to be greater than 10 anymore after this? People have said it's going to be like 18, and uh, they're just throwing numbers around at this point. It'll focus on ray tracing and just trying to get 4K 60, and that'll be that. So maybe 8K. That was the rumor, right? 8K 30? There you go. Astro Battle look real good. Be a Next. clean looking game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me go over to some of the super chats here. Prinny says if Xbox can help the Power World devs with their game they they don't own, Sony should be able to provide more service for their second party game. Come on, Sony. I have to assume they're doing everything they can to stand up servers, but that is think, that is hitting I think fast right now. Probably trying to help them right now to get that game stable. Yeah, I just I don't think they were expecting it to take off like it did. Like it's on PC. But there you go. Now they know. Sony knows now. They're taking notes. This is from Ruffle Mud. It says, "Anyone played that CDI like game? Nailed the look. Oh, is that, it's like the new one, right?" It's called that? RZ, and it came out from Limited Run Games yesterday, and I have played it. It's really good. If you like old throwbacks to old Laserdisc 2D platformers from the Philips CDI, it's kind of the spiritual successor to the bad CDI games from the CDI, like Wand of Gamelon, and I can't remember Gosh. what the other one's called. So yeah, check it out if you like that solid game. It's very good. It's getting good reviews on Steam right now as well, so check it out. Is it only on Steam? No, it's on every it's on everything. Okay. Oh fuck off. Okay. My B. Oh sorry, sorry. I thought it was me. I'm watching the dunk contest. Whatever, dude. What happened? I'm watching the dunk contest and they just fucking they overscored a dunk already. Like they always do. Oh, okay. Zoob Zoob says, How, uh, "Who else expected Helldiver bad? Foam Stars good. I don't know if I was expecting Foam Stars to be better than Helldivers too, but T. Joe says, "Why would Nintendo remake games instead of putting them on NSO? Mario Money. Vs. Donkey Kong was technically impressive. Basically, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Casual Noob says the timer on Mario vs. Donkey Kong made me rage." It can be a says, little frustrating. DJ says, I was looking forward to playing Halo Reach and 4 on PS5 till I realized Master Chief Collection was not one of the four titles. We're lacking in good multiplayer shooters that aren't live services or full of microtransactions. 
Yeah, that's I. I know. I know. Uh, Microsoft doesn't want to put Halo there, but I feel like Halo would actually do really well on PlayStation if it ever happened. I don't think it's going to because, like you mentioned, ran the brand, but that is that is a that is a type of game that I feel like is is uh, very limited on PlayStation right now. HD says Amazon needs to bring back the old 007 games. I need them for my Steam library. Chief says with sentiment and uh, sentiment, pentiment and Hi-Fi Rush allegedly coming to PS5, do you think they will finally get a physical release or will they stay digital? Digital. Really? I, I would I feel like, like to see Hi-Fi Rush get that physical. I would like to get yeah. it physical, but are they really going to make a physical release just for an uh, old mm. part of the game? Switch does pretty well physical sales, though, right? Like that's no, pretty no, it, it does. And Ori got a physical release, and you know, and so but, did Cuphead. It, but that was also physical on Xbox as well, right? So I thought Cuphead was like a code in a box. Yeah, no, I, a, I, yeah. it's not a code in a box. I, I got it. No, 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 no on, on the Xbox. On the Xbox. Yeah. Oh, it's Luke, a code in the box on the Xbox, but on the Switch. To your point, Josie, it's not. So maybe, maybe they. I hope they, they do. Yeah. I, I, hope I don't even think cool. Microsoft published Ori on Switch. Yeah, it was, um, who was it? It was like a I am 8-bit or something like that. Yeah, I think they did the physical yeah. version. Microsoft's yeah. not even publishing the um, As Dust Falls game that is coming to PlayStation next month. I think they're oh, self-publishing wow. that game. Oh, okay. Maybe someone um, can come in then and take care of that. Huh. There wasn't any outcry about that one. Because I think it's because of the type of game it was. Hmm. Fire up oh, the well, Twitter space, Vigi. Interesting. Hold up. I think it does say Microsoft. Yeah, Microsoft published Ori on the Switch, but I don't. That, they didn't do the physical edition of it. Yeah, they, they didn't do the physical. I think it was yeah, like but they. They were the publisher. Let's see, David says, OJ already knows this, but did you all hear that Penny's Big Breakaway is going to run at 120 hertz, 120 frames, and support high 4K on the Xbox Series X? I did not know that, but it's good to know. I mean, the game looks that game looks cool, but I think we're still we don't have a release date for it yet, do we? No, just sometime twenty twenty four. Probably okay. hear about it soon. IRS says my biggest problem with Xbox is Phil. He really needs to just shut up when you also agree, Rand, because people always twist his words. Stop with interview. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Perfect says Xbox always needs help while PlayStation stay quiet while losing. Spyro, COD, etc., and hitting their numbers. PlayStation Extra hitting to Xbox. Be happy. I think I read that right. Sounded like an equation. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve says, anyone play the Tomb Raider Remaster Collection? We did. We talked about it earlier in the show. CJ says, doesn't As Dusk Fall make five games? Mmm. 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 Story changes. Yeah. Well, like I said, Microsoft's not publishing that one, so I would imagine they're publishing the other four. Ruffle Mutt says, enough of the technical leaps. Did we not learn from this gen? Sometimes games just need a simple, fun idea to be successful. These next-gen leaps feel like the Wii U days force gimmicks. Sad face. For real. Yeah, and I, I know we're past this, but I, I forgot to mention, Matt Booty did say that there's 10... They have 10 games releasing this year. Who said that? Matt Booty, Booty during the podcast. They had oh, <laughs> Booty. Okay. Booty. Uh, they, that they have, ten, they have 10 games releasing this year. There, see, Josie, 10 games coming up. 10. You, have, you have an Xbox Series S? You're ready. 
Yeah, I will play them. I'd love to. I'd love for them to come out, and I'd love for them here, to be here. Here we go. All right, John, tell Josie what game she needs to be playing. Go. No, well, I mean, no, no man is out in, in two weeks. <laughs> I don't know. About that. Weeks. No, she, she, she's doing fine. She's playing Mario versus Donkey Kong right now. Okay, mm -hmm. she's good. I don't know what what game are you looking forward to, Josie? I'll I'll ask her. I'll ask Xbox her wise. Just anything. You can say any any game. What game? Any what game. game are you looking forward to right now? Princess Peach yep. looks rad. There you go. Okay. There it there, is. I, I will recommend Princess Peach then. There you okay. go. It's like more than a month out, but Mighty fine. Peach looks cool. It's like Superwoman. Mm -hmm. This is for from Claw who says, "Hi for the next gen. Would you prefer if Xbox made one a handheld and a normal TV console, or two a handheld and two different docks, adding more power and plugged into a TV like a base and a pro dock?" Detachable joy complicated. <laughs> just a handheld and then a normal console that's fine i i think you're okay with that and by the way i brought that up to nate over on the direct xbox podcast and he gave a very definitive answer as to if xbox is doing a handheld or not a little surprised how straightforward he was about it and was but the answer yes i don't know Find out you have to go time. listen you have to go to spawncastnetwork.com he gave me a percentage and everything a percentage and everything huh? Yes. No, it's it's up it's up right now over on the the I did see on on Reddit that uh Nate said Contraband might be this year and mm. Banjo Kazooie got rebooted and Oh wait, hold on, hold on. I'm just saying about to get back on Reddit. I think I think Nate's what, a tier two insider according to Reddit games and leaks or whatever the list. What is? Yeah, they have a tier yeah. list for insiders. Tier two generally reliable, I believe. Where's where Nintendo Prime? Tier 2 is. Sorry, let's... Why are we making charts now? <laughs> I will never go back on Reddit, by the way. <laughs> they love you there, MVG. You should go back. Fuck Reddit. <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt says, quick personality test. When playing a new unknown game, do you notice the things that the hate about it first or the things you love both approaches are equal although i enjoy hating things more <laughs> thanks matt when you're playing a game do you notice the things you hate or like first hmm. i think both yeah i feel like it Fuck depends Mario on what Sunshine. comes up <laughs> thank you sean yeah I guess it depends. depends on what comes up first you know do you hate it do you yeah. love it first I mean, the opening cutscene could be awesome, and then it's like, oh wait, this is an RTS. That's not what this game looks like. <laughs> the casual noob says, "Has Rand won a breakfast in bed with Xbox execs?" <laughs> no, I have not actually. Well, I take that back. I had I had lunch with Mike Ybarra when he was at Xbox when I went to E3 in 2016. Did he? That pay? was it. Yes, they he paid. Ooh. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> like, is is that important? Is that is that is that was that important know. information? It was like, damn it, Brad, you're off the podcast. <laughs> I think so. Damn it, Rand, we can't associate with you no more. <laughs> hey, someone's offering to pay for my food or whatever. <laughs> Why did he have to pay for it? Why didn't you just pay for it? I will take huh? a free meal and drink every time. Probably well, kept that receipt. Called it a business meal. Out of Packs too many right games, uh, the Eon people were like, do you want to grab lunch? And it was me and John and HD Retrovision. And we're like, yeah, sure. Because, you know, it was lunchtime. We were hungry. And so I'm a cheap ass. 
So I ordered like we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, ordered like six wings, even though that wasn't going to fill me up. And then they ended up paying for it afterwards. And I was so pissed off. I was like, fuck, man, I would have gotten like fucking food for days. You got to play food chicken with them. Just start ordering and just expect. I know. Six years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Felt like yesterday. And you immediately went to that. Like, like that's just been sitting on your mind this whole time. And you've said that. You've said that a couple times. Now I think about it. Because I regret it. bothers you. I regret it. I would have gotten more food. So you got some top shelf booze as well. Yeah. Like five apps, it. two meals, one for a box to take with them. Be good. Bottle of Johnny Walker Blue. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. If I'm hanging out with people like like with Xbox people, hell yeah, they paying for everything. I'm just saying. They they executives. Damn right. Pay for everything. Hey, the Eon people are very nice. You can they check are. them out. Yep. Yep. They when, at too many games, they usually have like a whole section in the back just covered in like TVs and stuff with all the GameCube all their... adapter is good. N64? Eh, the GameCube one is good. That's like price. their flagship one. They fixed the Xbox one though. I know uh MG they did. Like a... They did. They sent me an updated one and it actually works a lot better. So good job, Eon. I have one of the updated ones too. I might I was thinking about putting it together in a video that I'm doing for the, the Xbox system and just say that all the footage is from it so people can see it. But it's not like it was like really dark before that that's been fixed right yeah yep okay and this is from lycon who says concerning switch 2 is it really a delay if nintendo hasn't even announced the existence of the system yet well that is our that is our topic here lycon appreciate it so the switch 2 has not been announced yet but it has been delayed apparently (laughs) this according to i don't know what happened this was yesterday and ph brazil is a podcast just kind of threw it out there and then like every outlet under the sun just started reporting it and then they're like oh yeah we know that too we're going to corroborate this we have developers and publishers that are telling us this nintendo has said that the switch 2 is not going to hit its holiday target and it's going to be q1 calendar year 2025 so anytime before march 31st of next year it would be out which technically that would line up with just the regular switches release when that was in the first week of march 2017 that means they would have made this system last eight years, by the way. And it seems like, according to... I know Takashi Machizuki had a report out of Bloomberg as well. Apparently, it has to do with software. That's at least what they're saying, to where they don't have the software ready that they want, or at least the games they want ready for its launch year or its launch lineup. Like oh, so 3D Mario wasn't going to make it, so they delayed the whole thing? That's kind of the way it's being framed right now. We're going off of these reports currently, and uh, I will tell you, tell you, Nate is uh, he's he's making the rounds and he'll follow up. I think next week, he's he said he was he'll probably mention at least something about it in game and talk, and then I probably do a podcast in a week or two anyway about it. But he is he is checking into it, and uh, this is interesting because I I was I thought it would come out at the end of this year. And it seems like all the analysts thought it was coming out this year. The stock market thinks it's coming out at the end of this year. And I don't know how they, I don't know how they work towards this. If they have to start talking about the device, potentially a year out where they would have to forecast numbers with investors. I don't know how you do that. That seems difficult. Yeah. I mean, this reminds me almost of the setup before the switch came out, you know? Um, And people were saying 2016, you know, because Nintendo announced it, I guess, as an NX in 2015. Mm-hmm. And then people were saying 20, and there was this big thing. There was reports and there was this, that it was 2016. And then it was, oh, no, it got pushed back because 
software wasn't ready or whatever the case is. So yeah, that can always happen. But uh, but yeah, I would guess that if they did, it because they like they want to make sure that they have. I got a video tomorrow, so make sure you guys check out my video on this because I go really in depth with it because I covered the original Nintendo Switch launch and all the stuff beforehand. But um, yeah, like I would guess because they want to get more games like back to back, like. People always talk about third party, and this is something that I see so much online, and I get it. People say, okay, third party can sell your system. That's like Microsoft and Sony. Like, third party can sell those systems. With Nintendo, you have to have, like, consistent first party. Like, it can't just be, oh, here's a Mario game, and then that's it. Like, oh, here's Mario 64, and then that's that. No, you got to have, like, something else, like, right after that, and then, like, something else, like, a little bit after that, and then, like, something else, like, a little bit after that, right? um, Splatoon, ARMS. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, uh, Breath of the Wild, those were all within a four to five month period when the Switch launched. And that's why it was successful. Whereas you compare that to like Wii U, obviously marketing and stuff like that or whatever. But like Wii U had barely any first party games. It had well, Nintendo Land and New Super Mario Bros. 2D game. That's not, And it had a bunch of third party. Had a ton of third party ports over from Xbox and PlayStation. Nobody cared. So I would guess that if they did delay it, because it's still rumors, just reports, right? If they did it because they want to get like whatever other games that would be after the big 3D Mario or whatever is the big launch title, it'd be the stuff to stack up afterwards, because no matter how much great third party support Nintendo has, you still have to make sure that you have first party games that are going to like move the system, you know? So that would be my guess. If it does happen, that'd be that'd be why. So I'd agree with that. But I go in more in depth in the video tomorrow. You guys want to watch it. I there's a lot of stuff too that's talking like uh people are saying that the switch released in different regions at different times too right so this is coming at us from Brazil or where was this uh, coming? Initial, switch was a worldwide program. launch if I'm not correct the, right? Well, they, it was Brazil... but I guess in I saw that in land I don't this might be a lie but on Twitter it said that in like some places the switch launched in 2020 or something. So I was just like, maybe it's going to come out later somewhere else, but, and maybe that's a report from somewhere else, but I might be wrong. I just saw that on Twitter. Yeah. People in the uh, chat are saying Brazil yeah. didn't get it in until 2020. Yeah. So, so like maybe that could also be a part of it. I'm not saying that's the whole thing. And I still think it, it makes sense for them to push it back if that's what they're going to do. But, mm. but yeah, I just wanted to bring up that point. Yeah, because I think I think once all the other outlets started corroborating it, I think people were like, oh, "Okay, this is like a worldwide thing now." To where, yeah. I get, again, it's it's funny because they haven't announced this system, they haven't even acknowledged it, but it's okay now. It's coming out in twenty twenty five. So was it actually delayed necessarily? No. I guess no, no. Delay, but... You can't delay something that doesn't have a release date. Well, I, technically, you can't delay it publicly. Internally, you can be like, "We got to delay the the." Yeah, release or have you ever delayed a video of yours, Sean, that was supposed to be up for a day, but you didn't tell anybody, but you delayed it. But that would be internal. It, it only becomes external <laughs> if you know when the date is. I'm just being stupid. <laughs> I could say you could say, I guess the, the better way to say is that they would miss their target, like their their target reveal. But that would once again, that's internal, isn't it? Yeah, no. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. But they would miss it internally then. So it would, but it, I mean, I feel like they would want to hit that holiday if they could, and it just seems like they they might not be able to. But then if it's still well, coming it, out, hey, and, motherfucker said Starfield was coming to PlayStation Five this year, uh, it was launching alongside of this. That's true. The Starfield DLC that's coming out later on this Who year. Who can we trust anymore, Sean? 
me. That's why it's still a rumor. We still have to say it's a rumor at yeah, this point. Yeah. We still have to say that. Not saying that it, it can't happen, but I mean, once again, if you try to replicate what the Switch did, the Switch, I mean, that was holiday, right? 2016, launch it. Like, no, we're good. We'll wait till there's more software ready, you know? So they can do the same thing. If, if they don't have what game, X or Y or Z game that they want at a certain point, They'll delay it and wait. They'll they'll wait and launch it when it's ideal. Um, so you don't launch it and then you don't have like you have a fat gap. Like that's the thing that you don't want is you don't want like a big old gap in first party software. No matter how great third party games are, you just don't want. I don't want a repeat of what we saw with 3ds and the Wii U. You know where they're like, oh yeah, the third party's fine. Oh, it'll be no, it won't. <laughs> don't rely on those dudes, man. <laughs> like do not rely on them. You know, um, even if the games are there, don't rely on them to sell the system. Like get your games out first and then third party that whatever is there they'll they'll sell do whatever but like do not rely on third party to sell like sony and microsoft or you're going to end up with a situation you know like the 3ds 3ds you know had a situation too i mean not just like the people always bring up wii u but 3ds had a situation at the beginning for those who don't know that it was a problem there was not enough games there was third there was some there was like street fighter there was like a few third party games that came out that were good mm -hmm. But there was not enough first party. It wasn't until later that year, I think 2011, that there was like Mario Kart and like it was like Kingdom Hearts and there was I think yeah 3D Land, 3D Land and 3D Mario. So like Super Mario 3D Land. So and then everything was better. And then they cut the price too. They cut the price. So yeah, so yeah. the price cut definitely helped. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, the price cut. It's interesting because we had the code name for this, the system, the Switch at the time because they announced it in 2015. We don't have anything for it, and in in May they're gonna have to explain what the deal is for the year coming up and i feel like there's a lot of people showing up like hey new system this year right holiday yeah so i i kind of wonder if that march reveal is still in in play here just to just to push that out there and and get the ball rolling on it so well, i we think what really happened ha oh sorry i was gonna say it's this is kind of a joke but i think what happened was they went to retro and retro was like we're not going to be able to get Metroid Prime 4 ready for launch. And then Nintendo was like, delay the thing. Delay it. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Metroid Prime 4 is still floating around out there. I I, I still think it's a cross-gen game, so it might, it still might not come out this year. <laughs> Which is... That's rough. That's rough for Metroid fans. Man. But they still got to get Metroid Prime 2 and 3 out, right? That's coming. I think it's gonna be the year of remasters, really. I think, right? They got the Zelda Wind Waker and Twilight Princess double pack. They got that Fire Emblem remake, right? All kinds of remasters and remakes happen. There are rumors of like an Uncharted one remaster and a God of War remaster too. <laughs> Until Dawn got remade. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well. We'll see. I, I, I'm curious if anyone gets any more reports or follows up with this because it's uh, sounds like this is some pretty new information that's hit. So. I just I feel wanna... like the rest. Sorry, I was just going to say, I feel like the rest of the year is going to be really lame. <laughs> like if we don't get something well... big because because we don't have. Presumably, we're going to get partner direct still, right? Maybe or maybe nothing. It'll, so we're yeah, going to really have partner direct, right? Your own yeah. has spoken. Partner hey, Direct is incoming. Don't worry. Microsoft's got you covered on Switch, okay? Got four games. Yeah. Yeah, Microsoft's Direct, saw, uh, benevolent. And they're like, hey, you got yeah. Sea Thieves and these other games. There you go. They'll cover you. So, for the Partner fall. Direct, and then, but like, no first party stuff from Nintendo, right? We don't really have it outlined until 
You got Luigi's Mansion too. You got. I know about Luigi Paper and, and Paper Mario. Mario I Year of the yeah, Remasters. I, I like it. I Remasters. Like it. All right. It's gonna be good. Right. Yeah, that, yeah. We definitely have a partner direct this um, this week coming up because I saw. Uh, uh, we Nate, definitely have one. PR, oh, PR definitely. Saying, All right, uh, definitive. Hmm. PR Interesting. Wasn't there rumor that they de- de- delayed the direct because of Microsoft's podcast? Jesus fucking Christ, people. Wouldn't it be funny if that rumor was Is actually... Is this true, true, RGT? Your number one Xbox YouTuber and Nintendo YouTuber, was that true? No. No? Wouldn't okay. it be funny if it was true and no one believed it? You'll never know, though. I mean, if there's an Xbox... If there's a Microsoft game in the Partner Direct, would you believe it? No. Uh, Why would okay. I? No, I was just curious. It's, just curious what you... That's what circumstantial evidence that, that maybe that, that they did, though. Mm, but they could Not just, like it's definitive, it but it's like, circumstantial thursday night and they've done partner directs at weird times before what so if they could have done what? xbox people say oh they didn't want they didn't want to you know the xbox was taking some of their shine there's literally been fucking state of plays and nintendo directs on the same day like this what isn't if, a new concept what if there were so many videos made over the last two weeks about there being a direct coming up and then the the convenient excuses Seriously, that it was delayed but it was actually correct the whole time seriously seriously just shut up on his own podcast it's it's actually funny they're using nate's voice for that (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ it'd be it'd be something it'd be something if that was all ended up being true but we'll never know less pentiments in the direct than it is uh let me go to oh i did I, i put this in here for mvg technically sean as well yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Bloober team buried Konami about the marketing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, yeah. Bloober team president not happy with how Silent Hill 2 was shown in the recent trailer. They uh, they said Konami is entirely responsible for the trailer, how it was shown. The trailer certainly does not reflect the spirit of the game. And they say we're trying to reflect this. They say romantic vision. It's it's translated through Google Translate. What can you do? A vision of the game that debuted 22 years ago. We think that when players see real gameplay, a real game, they will evaluate it in a completely different way. Well, get to it. We'll just have to see. Buried Konami. That was not a good trailer at all. It was not. (laughs) It was not. But then the combat didn't look good. And I mean, aren't they making the combat? Uh, But I guess the combat wasn't good in Silent Hill 2 anyways, but. Yeah. Staying true to the vision of the original. Okay. They, uh, I thought that was funny. They, they decided they're just going to bury Konami over that. So, uh, let me see some of the super chats here. Uh, let's see. Krishan Bomb says, Ed, gameplay trailer for Street Fighter 6. Any thoughts? Street Fighter 6 people. Who's playing Street Fighter 6? You right now. It was a good Still? trailer with Ed. Ed's like the most not cool character oh. in the game so i played him a lot yeah in five. he looks stupid he looks stu- i've seen the trailer he looks stupid i wish i played more fighting games to help you out that's like sean's department an mvg's department apparently i mean ed's like a he's like an apprentice of m bison he has like psycho powers and stuff no, he's one of the boxing ones but instead of having counters or charge attacks he has a kind of ranged grapple so it's just slightly different Ed's just i don't know there's nothing cool about ed give me somebody else I'll be excited. Shinru is T-Hawk's not in the game. This is T-Hawk's daughter or whatever, right? Yeah, it's T-Hawk's daughter. He was yeah, in give me, give, five, give me, I think. Give me he's, T-Hawk. He's kind of cheap, though. Exactly. Mm. 
<laughs> Shinner says, quick question. My MSI laptop kept booting up Helldivers 2 on my second monitor, even after adjusting in-game. Check my Intel and NVIDIA command center. My main monitor doesn't show up. Any ideas why? Get that refund. Well, you got a chance. Yeah, buy it on PlayStation. You got to worry about uh, that shit. PC problem. It Shinra, still I'm crashes and bugs out on PlayStation, but yeah, you can buy it on yeah. PlayStation. And it's, I, I would say it's, it's, it's a game that's already having a hard time when it comes to troubleshooting, and now we're throwing the second monitor or laptop into it in the equation. Unplug your second uh, monitor. Bam. Oh, man. Justin says, since Nintendo is the only company that actually values their first-party IPs, is it even worth investing in other consoles besides a PC? I, I think Sony and Sony values their IPs, their first-party IPs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're doing a lot of multi, like media stuff as well. Like I think uh, everybody TV values their first first party. Yeah, I think Microsoft. Everybody values their first-party <laughs> IP. Pretty important to all of them. It's just there's different ways to what's the saying? Different ways to skin a duck or cook a goose cat, or whatever the hell that skin is. Skin a cat. Skin a cat. There you go. There's yeah. different ways to skin. Yeah, that one's skin personal. A cat. For Some sociopath shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Joby says it was nice to see RGT on Donkey's video. When is he going to be on the Spawncast? P.S. Hell Divers is so good. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm the Donkey guy now. Yeah, Sean's yeah, Somebody sent me that, and I was like, huh? That was actually the first Donkey video I've ever watched. No, oh, there you go. Demi Crow says all I want is, I'm say Skylanders. Mm. Say Skylanders. I, I would pay seventy dollars for all the games on Switch without having to buy the toys. That'd be kind of lit. Was Skylanders big? I loved was it. It was, it was big? big in my generation. I heard, I thought, okay, uh, that's what. All right. All right. Didn't was Jordan tell us it was big at the beginning, and then like it kind of petered out, and that was the problem. Yeah, like the first game, the first or two games on the Wii were pretty pretty big, oh. and then I think it stopped. Oh, we had like a bucket of these those figures, and people trade them in and just throw them in there. It was like three for ten bucks, and it sold all the time. People bought them constantly, so I, mm -hmm. I, I guess it was popular. And they're so greedy. They don't. They don't want to release the games just like where you can just play them. You know, they're they're yeah. such assholes about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Chris says, "Hey, hey everyone, love the Spawncast, and glad I could finally catch a a showing. A, oh, showing. A, oh, a live showing of the show. Love listening one to it while truck driving." Love listening to it while truck driving. Okay, well, are I you assume type, you're Yeah, are you typing driving? while truck driving? <laughs> I was going to say, hold on. Hold on, I don't have to be careful out there, Chris, but thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Mike says, speaking of Nintendo, any news on games coming to NSO like the N64 NES? Got nothing right now. We're still waiting for Zero Mission, so we'll see. There you go. Child says, I'm thinking of buying Signalis or... Own a Canberra Chaos? Which one is better? Any thoughts? They're so wildly different. Signalis <laughs> is an isometric survival horror game with a lot of mechanics like Resident Evil, and the other is the bikini uh, freaking samurai game that's kind of like um, freaking Ninja Gaiden. So, like, mm -hmm. I pick. I don't like I, They're so different. Is Senran Kagura that game? No, it's the bikini samurai oh, stuff. You remember oh, that? Kandora, chaos. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a, was that a 360 game, game, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a running game. series. There's a lot of games. Oh, and chaos wow. is a newer okay. one, but it's oh. just they're very. I, I remember different the 360 each other. version, but I didn't know there was more than that. You're talking about Senran Kagura. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the Saint 
says, will the Switch outsell the PS2 with the delay? I kind of think it will, yeah. That'd be lit. Maybe. That'd be very cool. I kind of think it's going. I mean, it's going to have probably a year and a half of cross-gen support. The big question is, could do. will it be called the Switch 2 or the Super Nintendo Switch? Probably Neither Switch. of those. Probably none of those. Neither? It's probably be some weird thing. Nintendo It'll go along with whatever concept it is that they have. Mm. The Switch flop, and it's bad. It doesn't sell well. Not that I want that. I, I assume they're still going to use the Switch name, and they were very literal with Switch OLED. So as weird as it sounds, I could just be like, oh, here's the Switch 4K. There you go. And that's that. I think but... it's going to be the most boring name. Very straightforward. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. When I saw that yeah. Switch OLED name, I was like, yeah, they're done with that crazy naming. <laughs> they just called it Switch OLED. Mm. No, Switch 4K would feel like an, like an upgrade, though, right. of the original. I don't know if it's going to be called Switch 4K, though. I think it's just going to be called, like, Switch. Like, Rant said Super Nintendo Switch. So some type of play on something, you know, that's whatever, better. Isn't anything with the Switch name just a upgrade then? Mm, That's a good point. It's all part of the same. But then if you call it something else, then you kind of lose the Switch branding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, well, wait, 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 wait. If you use that logic, then the Game Boy Advance should Mm. be under the same thing. Or DS and 3DS. That's a bit more three of a stretch. Hmm. That's a bit more. A bit more. Because hmm. you're putting some before it. This mm, is after we... it. Uh, we'll call it like Super Super Switch, Super Nintendo Switch. Hmm. The naming's hmm. tough. I don't know. That's glad I don't have to deal with that. I don't have to figure that out. We have Sobo says, Grand Blue Fantasy is a sleeper hit this year. It runs like butter on the Steam Deck. Really strange that it's rated as unsupported by Valve. That's good to know. As if it's not supported, people are always taking to YouTube looking to see how it plays on there. So it's usually the like text the is tiny. The text or the controls is like always the thing where people are unsure of, like if yeah. it matches up. But you can text, huh? you can tweak it. I, I've I've played it on my Steam Deck OLED. It, I mean, huh? it's a, it's good. It's okay. Persona is much better. Small. The text is a little small in there, yeah. But I mean, you can adjust a few different things. I mean, and all that. But the game is just well optimized on PC, just in general. Like it's just runs very well and looks great and it's a very good pc version of the game much better than i'm mean, not i want to say much better but definitely like the place to play it is like pc you know if you're gonna play that game chris says hi friends another great show tonight would it be possible to invite night sky prince on the show when rebirth releases thanks and much love he's my best or friend they... absolutely because... oh because <laughs> when <laughs> when uh when that comes out we're actually gonna have a new new member on the spawn cast and we're gonna we're gonna move some cast around and stuff because we have the other shows going too. So. is this your is this your way of letting us go like everyone finally thank god i can get out of this cage <laughs> uh now is, we'll, is we'll have, gonna uh, come back who who Nate, nate's uh i think nate's just doing nate's doing the other shows now but uh we have someone else coming on here shake things up a bit and uh i think it'll be, I think it'll be pretty fun it'll be pretty fun so we got we got some other announcements for the other shows coming too It'll be it'll be interesting, but we'll 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 be starting that next uh next month when Rebirth is already out. So we'll have someone new to talk to about Rebirth and everything else. So it'll be good. We'll, we'll stay tuned for that. We'll we'll talk about that probably next week. Uh, that is I believe that's everything there. I will double check Streamlabs to make sure I didn't miss anything there. But I do want to go around. Rand, thank you for joining us tonight. Where can everyone? Thank find you, you for having me. 
yeah i appreciate uh being on and talking to you guys uh it's uh it's always a lot of fun and let's uh let's do it again sometime in the future when xbox brings more games everywhere shall we or as a <laughs> business update to another podcast in the future um, that's a joke so by the way twitter, when, when i see the twitter spaces like pop up all over the place i'll call rand yeah that's how i, that's how I know <laughs> rand did you go into any of those twitter nope. spaces with tim dog last week no, I did not. So fast, I didn't see I, you in there. Yeah, I, don't do not... Twitter, I, I, I don't do Twitter. Sp- I don't really do Twitter. Really, I, I, I log on, I check some stuff, and then I leave. I don't do Twitter Spaces. Smart. I always t- Rand is a smart man. That, I was in least. there. <laughs> I saw MBG and OJ in all these Twitter Spaces. I was <laughs> they, were, they were there man. for it. They were looking. <laughs> hey, I saw Jeff Keeley in a couple of them. Gotta yeah, what happened? What... How did that happen? <laughs> hey, people want to know what's going on with Xbox. Hey, Tim and wow. Tim and Tim and Jeff are buddies, bro. Oh, there you go. There you go. I did see over on Streamlabs the gaming trope says justice for Nate. He was right all along. Also, as someone who likes the idea of games like Halo on Switch, I feel like it's only a dream. Also, RGT, what is your thoughts on Hunter X Hunter? You remind me of Isoka. <laughs> the only hunter I'm aware of is sean hunter from boy beans world maybe hunter the reckoning i remember that was a game that was a good game i remember that game yeah um good co-op on the original xbox it was good yo did he say that sean is hisoka yeah he did that's the h-i-s-o-k-a i don't know who that is hold on hisoka is a I probably shouldn't say it. It's not. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I see. Okay. I, I, I see some uh, images that popped up here. Oh, yeah, that's Sean. Swing to send you Sean. You like the swing. Swing on Sean, right? <laughs> with the swing. <laughs> I assume he's the man. Okay. So, he's, he's a, yeah, something. <laughs> he's, he's hilarious. He's great. I don't know. I think, I don't know how you, how you, maybe kind of like goop even like goofy so, i don't even know how you'd be like him but it's funny it just it's just funny <laughs> it sounded like an after show question personally okay, let me go to let me go to mvg where can i find you you can find me on youtube at modern vintage oh gamer God. video coming out on monday thanks for having me on oh one more thing i want to say is everyone that gave nate a hard time last week go fuck yourselves because ah. he came out on top nate is the man people need to believe in him more so Here's to you, Nate. Suck a dick! <laughs> Josie, where could I ever find you? <laughs> you can find me uh, on YouTube, Josie Woe. I uh, make Switch content. I have a video with MBG coming out this week. It's um, Boomer versus Zoomer. We made it. We had it happen. Wow. It Yay. was great. It's going to be a great, great time. And you can find me on the Game & Talk podcast, along with Nate and RGT. So you should check that out. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, check that. And that was you guys played uh, Tekken, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. okay. Cool. Cool. That's steps. All right. All right. We'll check that out. Check that out. What about? Uh, let's go to OJ. Yeah, you can find me swinging. No, I'm joking. Um, you can find me Hunter Hunter fans are laughing. Um, yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube. Um, Player Essence. I got some cool videos coming up tomorrow talking about the Nintendo Switch Two, the potential delay stuff, whatever. Kind of like my insight as I've covered Nintendo for like multiple generations now. Uh, so yeah, I'll be talking about that. It's a big video tomorrow morning. Um, and yeah, I stream pretty much daily. I'll also be streaming tomorrow because I owe you guys a bonus stream. So yeah, I'll be streaming tomorrow and I pretty much stream daily um, on the channel. So yeah, check it out. Nintendo RPG stuff. Uh, yeah, Nintendo and RPG stuff and others. 
random stuff. So yeah, player essence on YouTube. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Let's go over to Evan. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Kimmerich's Project for tabletop game stuff. Uh, we stream a lot. My schedule's fucked up, though, so I don't know when my next video is coming out. I've got it mostly edited. I'm trying to get it ready for Monday, but we'll see. Stuff. And then uh, what about Sean over there? Are you doing your after show? Yeah, it's already live. People are bitching because you're still talking. YouTube.com slash Dreamcast guy. Got some mega okay. uploads coming up this week. I don't have, I don't know what my video is for tomorrow. I planned on doing one thing and then the company was like, no, we don't want you to do that till March. And I was like, okay, whatever. Sean, I have, I have one video that you need to make next week. And what? I'm not kidding. We got we got to call out this MIG switch bullshit. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because I haven't gotten an update on that. Have you? Yep. Nope. Nope. Okay. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Mm. Maybe I'll do that. There's all right. Exclusive right here. Yeah. Coming to the after okay. show. Thank you, Shane Garrick, for gifting five Spawn Wave memberships. Okay. Now come <laughs> over to me and do it to me. <laughs> go, go check out Sean. His after show is live. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We will be back next. Uh, next. Oh yeah, I did. I see that gifted five Spawn Wave memberships from Shane. Yeah. Thanks, Shane. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we'll be we'll be back uh, next Saturday at nine p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then. Shout out to Shane.